Hello, and welcome to Final Show Films. I'm John Orson Staku, as you might know me on Twitter, the executive producer here, and I just want to thank you for watching. It really means a lot to us that people watch, listen to, and enjoy our shows. If you want to help us keep making these shows as fun and lively as they can be, please join your fellow fans in supporting us at our Patreon page at patreon.com slash fsfilms, or by subscribing to our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash finalshowfilms. It really means a lot to us that the amount of you who do support us continue to do so, especially our $25 plus tier supporters on Patreon. Antitonic, Catwater Flame, Samantha Bates, Maureen Monty, and Gravity Alexander. Every little bit helps, so thank you to all of our patrons and subs. Check us out on Twitter at Final Show Films and on our website at www.finalshowfilms.com for updates, go live notifications, and more. We love interacting with you, so feel free to tweet at us or email us at finalshowfilms at gmail.com. That being said, please relax and enjoy. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Star Wars The Twilight Nights. I am John, your game master for the evening, and I'm joined to and and also a person who just now, literally right now, remembered to go clear the dusty pool. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate um, that you're willing to call yourself out on that. I'm on a roll. I'm here for comedy's sake. All right. I mean, I I feel like you're willing to call yourself because you know that one of us would have otherwise. I mean, yeah, there's that too. Even if you cleared it that quick, right then. Uh, but uh, I am joined today by Jeremy. Hi, my name is Jeremy. I am playing Eliana, uh, Dathomirian uh, mystic. Uh, and and your destiny. Yep. That's okay. I was not in roll 20 until the very <laughs> I have no shame about this. Um, did it roll? It, yep, it did. Yeah, it just, the dark results, side. for some reason, took a little while. But yes, one dark side. And William. Uh, hi, I'm William, and I'm playing Corsaras, the Sith Pure Blood Makashi Duelist. With two light sides. <laughs> And Holly. Hi, I'm Holly. I'm playing Avazia, the pure blood Sith duo berserker. What's the dark side? And Mara. Hi, I'm Mara, and I'm playing Nariz, uh, droid counselor. Uh, and let's see here. That's the dark side. And Jack. I am Jack. I am playing Grustatha, who is a Wookiee, a Sheehan expert, or slowly becoming one, at least. And one dark side for me as well. Hey, I'll also remember, Jack, because you're currently at 80 morality, your strain threshold yep, is increased that... by one. And I flip over that dark side to a light side. Well, yeah, you flip over a light you side to a dark side. The other way around. But we do that at the oh. end. And right. Aaron? Mm-hmm. I'm Aaron here to remind you that the dark side and light side of the party are based on who's the GM. <laughs> um, I am playing Kitty, a Wookiee, the alchemist who rolled the dark side as well. Uh, and Craig. Hi, I'm Craig. I'm playing Crack Tolpa, the Quarren artificer or artisan. And um, 
I have rolled a dark side as well. And Ow. as stated previously, Grostatha has become so inured in the light side of the force that he has become preternaturally calm. An effect which to normal people might be soothing, but to force sensitive such as yourself is slightly unnerving as his emotions have somewhat dampened and he's become less of that passionate firebrand that one might expect him to them to be. Uh, which means that I flip one of your light side to dark side. Light side to dark side. Mm -hmm. I, I do don't. kind of like how since this is the first week where that happened, the majority of us, except for William, were like, fuck it, we're rolling dark side. You can't flip our point. <laughs> there. there we go, that way. So it should be one seven. Yep. One light, seven dark. All right. <clears throat> and Twilight Nights, episode seven, Return of the Squires. A long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. The year is 3,643 BBY, or before the Battle of Yavin, ten years after the Treaty of Coruscant was signed. I don't know why my Word document freaked out there, but it did. Anyways, uh, the Galactic Republic's ongoing rehabilitation of the former city world of Taurus continues to meet with setback after setback. While a vaccine, the vir vir words cannot... Uh, while a vaccine to the vir virulent virulent infection spread by the mutant rat ghouls has been formulated, the environment remains a haven of hostilities, from wild beasts, rat ghouls, and pirates to imperial subterfuge, and attempts to undermine Republic restoration efforts. Meanwhile, on the planet of Eos, the Twilight Squires have reunited with their masters after the conclusion of their trials and the construction of their lightsabers. Amidst the ruins of a long-abandoned base constructed by the followers of Revan at the close of the Mandalorian Wars over 300 years prior, the Squires work to fix a starship gifted to them in order to make their way home once more. As I can say everything but virulent for some reason. <clears throat> Anyways. We pick up. So, you have uh, been gifted this, uh, this uh, starship, which from some of the outsider's perspective looks kind of like, uh, kind of like a pizza wedge with two wing, with two, with two vertical and, uh, <laughs> two vertical and uh, wings on the ends where the engines are. Um, Is that's, it a pizza wedge or a pizza bigs? Mm. Uh, it's a definitely a pizza wedge. Um, okay. Mm -hmm. With a cargo container God, underneath yeah. the furniture. I can't, yeah. can't believe like you're mad at me about the otter joke. And yet, <laughs> that's what you bring to the table. <clears throat> as Crack... Uh, as Crack is fixing the engine and uh, sort of leaning even more into his force powers as he does unlocking certain abilities as he goes, uh, the remainder of you have been gathered outside where your master's Zook and Saris have been sort of gathered you. Saris, looking to the group of you. Very well. It's time to see exactly how much of your training you've put to use and how much you've grown since we dropped you off a few days ago. You three, she says, indicating Graz, Corserath, and Avasia, with me. The rest of you with Zook. Uh... They separate, they divvy you out and separate you out to begin training. This is where the effects of your spent XP for anyone that bought extra force powers and things are going to be occurring. Um, so essentially, Kitty goes and sits in a corner and does alchemy. Yeah. 
So Zook Zook takes Kitty and Neris and Ilyana and basically just sort of gets a feeling gets a feeling of where your gets a feeling for how your particular powers have grown, giving you bits of insight into how you might use them. You know, giving you some suggestions as to what works for him, what might work for you to help you expand your repertoire of abilities. Uh, 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 as far as that perspective. Ceres takes the three others off into an open field and lightsaber fights them with their new lightsabers. <laughs> Me. Uh, many of you, this is your first time seeing Ceres actually ignite her lightsaber because while so long as you've been using training sabers, she basically didn't bother with a saber. Uh, but now that you have true lightsabers, she uh, uh, ignites her own, which is this over-designed... Uh, piece of kit it is a fairly large hilted item in and of itself looking like sort of a large crucifix almost um with a large flat with a large flat emitter that when activated uh emits a blade that is the color of sunlight the sort of golden orange uh uh, uh blade that is flatter than most lightsabers it coming from a broadsaber emitter um and has this rippling edge that looks almost like it's ser- like almost almost like it's uh, uh, made of serrated teeth of energy that just sort of rotates around kind of like a chainsaw. Um, I'll just along the edge though, as it's been flattened out with two little cross guard bits that extrude out, forming an energy blade and a cross guard rather than the off board emitters that most uh, uh, double blade. Uh, Crossguard lightsabers have, um, and she puts you through your paces. Uh, you very quickly see that she has been drastically holding back on you, uh, uh, given the giving the amount of force she's putting behind these blows. But you find you're able to keep up with her assault as you're defending yourselves, and a few of you find that through this training and through the application of things you've been learning on the planet, you have come to use the Force in different ways, or learn to maneuver in different ways. Roz, I think you took Enhance? Yes. So, very rapidly, you find ways to sort of bolster yourself against the attack and, and against the offense of Ceres using the Force and the like. And while you're all training, over the course of the next day, uh, this this sort of very intensive focused training takes place. Towards the end of the day, crack, having made uh, quite an amount of advancements with your uh, with your uh, force powers and your ability to sort of sense the things, the problems, and uh, things that are wrong with the ship, you actually manage to finish repairs on the ship a few hours earlier than expected. And as the as the light of the day of the long day begins to head towards twilight all of you that are outside the ship hear this hear and feel to an extent this pulse and thrum as the engines of the ship come online so joseph thought are you sure i should be with the miss because because the xp that i spent was on becoming more badass and fighting for this last one Whichever side, I don't remember. Yeah. I don't remember what people spent XP on. So. Yeah, no, because I've been pushing my way down, so I don't, so I'm not rolling at a setback for my whip. Four of you are with Saris then. Okay, okay. <laughs> no less getting your asses handed to you, but yes. four of you. Oh, are there for now. sure. <laughs> um, 
But yes, uh, as your training comes to a close, the engines of the ship power on. Crack, you have succeeded in repairing the ship. Excellent. So repaired. Now time for improvements. So I'm um, <laughs> now that it is functional, Crack will immediately start looking for um, for ways that the ship could be upgraded. Uh, it is very quickly apparent that any upgrades you would need would require resources you do not currently have. I think Crack will probably ascertain that, and then I think we established last last time that this has taken about a day, during yeah. which I'm sure Crack has not slept, uh, that Crack will walk around saying, well, that's something to revisit, and will immediately fall asleep. Just <laughs> Probably in the, just in the engine room. Hit the ground. So, awesome. Any of you that get onto the ship find a passed out crack in the engine room. <laughs> I should take him to bed. Clax is <laughs> trying to pull a... Someone, a, help someone is going to have... I, I will help, but someone will have to fly this thing. I can fly. <laughs> Excellent. Yes, let's get him to his bunk and then oh, see right. about... I don't know anything about specifically, but I, I think can... I'm smart enough to figure out what warning signs mean if it blows up for now. I, I, I can fly, but the, the jellyfish. No. You... No. <laughs> no. Giant Wookiee hand just sort of patting you. Wanna okay. get him to his bunk. Look, he's got two eyes that are both pointed in different directions and they're not even blinking at all. Hmm? No, that's not a good sign. Crack is more right. to bunk. Let's see how this thing flies. If you want to put that text on the map later, John, because I, I realized that we forgot to mark cracks room when we were marking everything last time. <laughs> labeled the rooms. Cool. Where is Crack's token? Crack, Crack's Did you delete right your token, here. Craig? I don't think so. I think I put me in my bunk. Nope, you're not there. You're nowhere on the map. <laughs> you deleted your <laughs> yeah, you token. Don't exist. <laughs> All right. Well, let me fix well, that. I'll God just damn it, Crack! What did I tell you about going out of phase with reality? <laughs> I think so. Crack is so deeply asleep that he has left this plane of existence. <laughs> yep. Passes out and through. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. It's just because uh, Ilyana made sure that there was a pot of uh, a small pan of water on the bed and rolled crack face first <laughs> onto the bed. That's so horrible. okay, wait, wait just just to be breathes, clear, but he breathes water, so it's <laughs> yeah, fine. Considering crack is aquatic, you wanted to make sure crack would have an even more restful, happy. I sleep. mean, I'm Aww. not so sweet. Listen, Thank you, Ilyana. <laughs> Ilyana is a lot of things. A xenologist is not one of them. <laughs> Squid face probably doesn't breathe water. So, anyways. Next morning, I want to thank whoever whoever wet my bed. It was the best sleep I've had in weeks. <laughs> Crack is put in bed. Crack pat. You notice that uh, you notice that um, uh, 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 Zook has made his way to the lounge and is preparing some sort of food. And Saris is just sort of watching you all to see what you do, 
uh, as far as getting this place, as, as far as getting the ship off the planet. All right, I go back up to piloting, which I'm assuming is this yeah. one up yep. here. Yep, the command deck. Yep. And Graz okay. is going yeah, alive. Crack is currently asleep. Uh, Kitty will stay in the engine room just in case anything goes wrong. Yes, please <clears throat> tell me if anything starts beeping. <laughs> I have right. a lot of intelligence, even if I don't have much. <laughs> yeah. I assume I can... Flax will, will come with you, kidding. Star Wars error messages. They're basically big red, you can't miss it lights. <laughs> so as you, uh, Nereus, as you go up to the ship and, and sort yep. of start checking, preparing for the, uh, you know, preparing for takeoff, uh, yep. uh, an alert comes across the computer uh, indicating that the, uh, the transponder codes for this ship have not been set to an identity. Basically, ah. mean that the ship does not have a name. Ah, shit! <laughs> I gotta name this thing. What does that light mean? Uh, that means that we do not have a transponder code. Well, you a have name. a trans. You have a transponder but, code. It just isn't set okay. to a name. So it's ah, basically okay. like it. That what that means as far as transit authorities are concerned is that mm -hmm. this is a ship fresh off the manufactory. Um, okay. Which means it should, like, it, typically they are given names before they fly, so. <clears throat> this is the equivalent of, this is the first time logging in. Please reset to an actual password that you want rather than the yes. kind primary of, yeah. one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. We need a name for the ship. Hmm. Yeah. Call it the Shio. Shio? Does that is that is that a thing that would ring any bells for me? Uh, you can I give me know. a you can give me a um, outer rim knowledge check. Okay. Because she, she got a rim. Hang on, she might be mid rim. Hang on, let me let me let me verify that first. Xenology, <laughs> maybe. Uh, yeah, it wouldn't be a it wouldn't be a xenology role. This is a this is a a lore thing. Midrim. Uh, mid it's a midrim. It's okay. a midrim realm, so it'd be a mid midrim. Is there a midrim there, knowledge? Not mid -rim, not a mid -rim? But I do have lore. I, I think it's just. Role. I think it's just yeah. core, outer, and lore and xenology. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. A core role then. Uh, a lore role then. Lore. Okay. Yeah. Oh, what difficulty is it? Uh, diff. I always forget. Uh, That's what I always forget. It'd be diff three. This is okay. somewhat obscure. All right. Probably. Well, I probably don't know it, but here it goes. Um. Uh, nope. Doesn't mean anything to you. All right. I will type that in. All right. As Gross unilaterally names the <laughs> ship without consulting anyone else. I don't. I don't have. <laughs> Listen. Yeah. All right. It can be changed. It's just not until you get to a port. <laughs> All right. The Shio. Okay. Congratulations. The unnamed transport is now the Shio. Woohoo! All right. Okay. <clears throat> having 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 attached a name to the transponder codes, the computer reads that everything's clear for takeoff. Okay. I come over. Is there like a ship intercom system? Yeah. I press a button. They say. Bleep. 
Ready for takeoff. How and long then... is this since Crack fell asleep? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Minutes. Okay. Yeah. Fair. And then I take off the parking brake and go. The ship rises up, the landing gear folding in and the entryways closing. Uh, everything you hear, any of you that are near the airlocks hear the shh of the airlocks sealing completely and fully, uh, as well as anyone that's down by the uh, by the entrance or in the cargo bay, you hear the locks on the cargo bay doors closing and, and setting firmly sealed. And the ship sort of turns and takes off as you head off into space. Uh, Ceres walks up and leans over and rapidly punches something into the Nava computer next to you. Alright, our course is set. Just follow those coordinates. Alright, to the cutter. Yep. Heading okay. home. Wait, did I they actually know. blow up their ship? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, saw, I thought the whole thing was illusory. No, the sh you guys found the wreckage. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was an illusion. It was not. <laughs> Alright. Um, the, 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 I don't know, that's fine. You, you haven't made that roll yet. Um, so yeah, and the ship takes off and very rapidly ascends from the planet. You all feel that pressure of the sort of the uneven, or the, the overwhelming amount of the force around you wane and fall back. All of your force ratings have now returned back down to one. You are no longer on the planet. Thanks. And the anyone that's looking out a window sees the stars rapidly extend into into uh, speed lines as the ship jumps into hyperspace. Yeah. Where would it be? Sarah sort of looks at the Nava computer. Well, uh, according to this, we should be back in two days. All right. This is a much more efficient hyperdrive than the one that was on that shuttle. So what does your personal ship actually look like then, Master Altinos? She pulls out a small, uh, like, hollow recorder device and just sort of clicks the button. And you see, you see this hologram of a, what looks kind of like an Imperial fighter, but bigger. Uh, it's this sort of like, it's this sort of, uh, it's a large flat disc that uh that has you know this sort of indigen in the front that looks kind of like a kind of like a lopsided diamond it's just it's very much looks like a fighter not more than a like it's 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 like this it's the size of like a freighter but it's designed like a fighter good to know <laughs> she clicks the hollow recorder off and puts it back away all right, well, this is your ship, so I'm going to go relax, she says as she heads down to the lounge. All right. Is this so just because I don't know, um, mm -hmm. is this a situation where you need someone kind of at the helm the whole time or no. is it doing an autopilot? Kind once of it's in once you're in hyperspace, there's not really much you can do. You can maneuver yeah. around in hyperspace and you can even break mm -hmm. out of hyperspace if you want. Um, yeah. But unless you need to 
do some sort of uh, massive course correction or anything. Once you're in mm -hmm. hyperspace, you do not have to remain in the in the. In do a U-turn. Do a U-turn. <laughs> No, I don't. No. You can do a U-turn in hyperspace. It's a bad idea, but you can do a U-turn in hyperspace. It's a horrible, horrible idea. Okay, I didn't do say it. you couldn't do it. I just said we'd all die. Do a hyperspace skip, apparently now. Yeah. That was a unique situation. Yes. <laughs> and also a lot of successes rolled on that nat 20. Anyways. Man, you, there are things there are things you can do in hyperspace, but for the most part, you're not needed for the for the transitioning from A to B. Okay, is there? So I guess my question would be: um, likelihood of us running into something where it needs to rapid course correction needs. Um, send some that, things to get back up that here. Likelihood, or is it a good idea to leave someone up here? Uh, that likelihood is fairly low. Um, if anything happens, your sensors will pick them up, or should. Basically, it's a thing of, if your sensors are working, you'll get an alert. If they're not, you won't know when you die. Okay. I'm, I'm, then I look over at Gras and say, uh, I can stay up here. I don't think we need both of us. <laughs> Very well. Call if you need anything. Will do. And, and Graz will head down <clears throat> the stairs their room i think yeah, that's a, that's the good thing that's the thing about hyperspace accidents if something's going to happen and your sensors aren't alerting you don't have you don't like feel the impact of the crash you are just suddenly atomized <laughs> Cool. Well, I don't want that to happen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Neres is staying in the cockpit. Graz yep. is heading where? Uh, uh, I think back to their room. Ah, right. Like, yeah, back to their room. What's everyone else doing? Once we're successfully in hyperspace and the hyperdrive's functioning, Kitty will head probably back to her lab. Mm -hmm. Avazi is going to be in the training area playing around with her saber. So we'll say we'll say the since it's currently empty the hangar. Okay. Yeah, hangar's probably as good a place as any right now. Of course, Wrath will probably join her for that. Eliana's going to tag along, not ju just to most mostly just be somewhere to hang out. She's noticeably calmed down a bit now that they're out of orbit of. Now that they're away from the Force Planet. Yeah, now that they're away from 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 the London fog of the Force. Yes. That's <laughs> fair. The London Fog, the actual uh, thing, and not the drink. Yes. Although the London Fog of the Force, like the drink version, that would be interesting. What would that be? I don't know. Anyway. What is the... Okay, I you know I was not aware there was a drink yes. called the London Fog. Yeah, it's an it's an it's Earl a, Grey. It's a coffee. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, mm -hmm. a, it's an Earl Grey coffee, basically. Yeah. <laughs> 
It's it's yeah it's it's a, it's a specifically it's a latte. It's a latte made with Earl Grey tea. Oh okay. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. No, they're pretty damn tasty. It's Ooh. not that bad. No, it's it. No, I was, it's I was gonna say the only London fogs I know of are the things that Jack the Ripper kills people in and the trench coats. Mm, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. A, a London fog is a hot tea-based drink that consists of Earl Grey tea, milk, and vanilla syrup. Ooh, yep. that oh, that really sounds good. amazing. Variations, var- yeah, no. variations mm-hmm. of the London Fog involve substituting the tea leaves and milk alternatives. In Scotland, the drink is known as a Vancouver Fog. <laughs> yep. I think I'm the only person here that worked at Starbucks. So, yeah. Mm. I know. It's a, vanil- it's a vanilla latte with well, it's also, tea rather it than is, espresso. It is also a very much, like, northwestern yes. thing. Yes. <laughs> that too. Like I never worked at Starbucks. I did work at this little drive-through espresso coffee place that mm-hmm. uh, that would be too fancy of a drink for yeah. us. It's 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 very much a Seattle and and BC like yeah. Can- BC Canada yeah. thing it's and also then the also a London and Scotland thing. You can absolutely order at a place that doesn't have like menu lingo. You just have to say what you want. Yeah. I appreciate that they name it after each other. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Yeah. The, the, mm-hmm. Like that's kind of awesome. The, the two places where it's most commonly found are in the yeah. Vancouver area and in the London area. <laughs> anyway, fun story. I cannot. Uh, I can't stand the smell of most nuts because I worked at that place. Oh yeah, fair. Fucking yeah. hazelnut and macadamia nut. Fuck mm. those f- smells. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so you have two days before you return before you reunite with the Aeon Cutter. Uh, Zook continues to make meals. It seems like he. It seems like he kept quite a bit of the food off of the ship before they blew it up. Uh, and and thus we'll continue to make meals uh, perfectly portioned for everybody. Uh, Saris lounges the entire time, ra- emptying a bottle that none of you ever see her drink. <laughs> you know she's drinking it because the bottle's getting empty, but you never see her actually put it to lips because she never takes her helmet off. Emergency induction port. Okay, so she's pulling a Kakashi. That's fine. <laughs> Emergency induction port. That's a straw. Emergency, Emergency induction, induction port. <laughs> I mean, it could just be some 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 uh, uh, cup container with with enhanced um, evaporation technology. Be. Mm. That would be a waste of alcohol. <laughs> it really would. Unless, unless. You do it right underneath the helmet and then just miss something yeah, there. It like atomizes it into the air <laughs> and then everybody's getting of, drunk. I'm thinking of like I the mean, vapor rubs that you put on your chest yeah. for alcohol instead. Uh-huh. <laughs> instead of men. Air- air- aerosolized booze is the most Star Wars thing I've ever heard. Because oh, do you man. know what's a really good idea? Take a bunch of young force users who are trying to trying to strike their balance and get them all plastered. You just yep no. Just it'll happen, don't worry. William, it'll happen at least once. William, the sound is just shh, all right. Shh, all yes, right. It is, yeah, no, all right. Yes, <laughs> yes, oh, it yeah. is. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Anyways, <laughs> I love I, I I love that she blew up an entire freighter, and we're mad about the space Everclear that she's. <laughs> 
It was a junk freighter. Yeah, it's terrible. Specifically put together to be blown <laughs> up later. Don't worry, you have a lot of the... Like, Crack is muttering about mechanics under his breath while sleeping and occasionally demands that we construct additional pylons. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> so, over the course of the next two days, what are you guys doing, if anything? Graz will be spending a fair bit of time on the bridge uh, trying to familiarize themselves with the operation of this vessel. Mm-hmm. Uh, you find the, the controls are... The controls are not, like, customized. They're fairly standard. These are... This mm-hmm. this this command module seems to have been something of a template uh, looking around. You're not super familiar with starships and how they're built, but it's not like... This was not... Un- unlike the junk freighter... This is not a ship that was thrown together from parts of different ships. It was built like this. And so the controls are fairly, fairly uh, common. So what we're saying is that there are not a lot of special modifications. There are not. The okay. only the only thing that would be considered a special modification is the fact that uh, the, this size of freighter probably doesn't normally have the extended cargo bay that's suited for like a smaller ship. Mm-hmm. But that's pretty much it. Yeah. Um... Yes, I want to try something again. Okay. So, uh, I it's taking me a second to get the notes up. If anyone wants to go right now, um, there's there is almost certainly a point at which Corsarath approaches Graz, which is the conversation of. So you named the ship after a legendary bird from your home planet. Didn't think the question N- anyone else for any input? Nereese and I were the only two there, and these things can be changed. Ships have but... an intercom system precisely for that purpose. <laughs> we were leaving, and it seemed appropriate. I was being guided. If you would prefer to alter it, I have no objections. I don't particularly. It's just a matter of communication. Of course, Rath is put off by the fact that he wasn't asked, not by the name itself. (laughs) (laughs) No one was asked, honestly. (laughs) Also, you seem to have something of a history with this bird, and isn't it something that Wookiees like to hunt. Very much not. The shield bird is a portent of peace, albeit predatory in its own way, but has specific cultural ramifications for prosperity and well-being of those fortunate enough to be able to spot one. It seemed appropriate at the time, given circumstances. But again, should our destiny be taking us in different directions, a change of nomenclature might be valuable, and I will certainly consult with anybody else before, as you said, making a unilateral decision. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know how much I trust that, actually. Then I suppose we will wait and see. Right. <laughs> I think that's the end of that conversation. <laughs> off. Fair enough. Kitty, who assumes that by the nature of Gra's acting, Kitty has been consulted <laughs> in, in as much as needs to happen, um, is doing something else. And I did pull up the sheet. So, John, I want to try again, now that I've actually leveled up, at making that fetish of fear. All um, right. We pull up. It's in unlimited power on page what again? Page 85 is the easiest thing to look at. It's the table. Yes. Um, and it's I be... believe we decided that if I got advantages, I might be able to use them to infuse that rune into it. Yes. Okay. Oh, no, no, no. It was, uh, the, the difficulty was up by one if you wanted to infuse it. Right, okay. Like... I'm doing that again. So, yes, I'm so... spending a light side point on it. And um, All right. I also now have the alchemical arts talent at rank two, which I'm putting in chat. After making a crafting check to create a potion talisman, the character may choose to suffer strain no greater than twice their ranks in alchemical arts, four at the moment. For every two strain, they may add light or dark to the results. All right, cool. So, I'm going to say... it says after... Um, yeah, I'm also going to say the... Um, the... Um, the mechanical aspects there uh the the you also suffer one conflict per thing because we're a because we're a shifting thing if you ever drop to the to a dark side force user that would be if you add light it would add conflict yeah that's what the playing a dark side part of this book had implied yes um i just want to make sure that was clear um yeah no that's that's useful <clears throat> um so yeah using a light side point Upgrading my thing by one. Um, I get to make a lore roll, and then after that, yes. Uh, so it'll be difficulty three, discipline, or knowledge check. Lore, not knowledge. Yeah, sorry, lore. Sorry, knowledge lore is the way it's formatted. In. It's it's fine. Hey, you succeed. I'm gonna roll that force die, see if that can get me anything else. I think you normally roll your force die with it as well. This one, I yeah, can, though the text says after, which got I thought it, implied it, I could make the decision later whether or not I wanted to roll. Got it. Sure. If you don't want to do that in the future, that's fine. No, 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 no. I, I'm th I was thinking about the basic level, not the talent. The um, oh, yeah, because the because because um, it's normally you roll it with the creation check, and then the talent lets you add additionally to it. Yeah. So. As far as I can tell, the basic talons crafting doesn't include a force die unless you have a talent allowed. Okay, that. cool. Never mind then. So go ahead and do your thing. Do, 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 do. That doesn't seem like it rolled. Let's try again. Hmm. Are other people seeing a result? Nope, not, not yet. Mm -hmm. Just the lower roll. 
There it goes. Oh, wait. Uh, the first one was a dark side. Okay. Sorry, I think Roll20 just crashed on my hand, so I will take the strain we also had all the that dark side. Um, it's a single dark side, so that... Well, we don't have any more light side points to flip to actually make use of that dark side. Yeah. I don't need to for this ability uh, because yeah. there's specific alternate rules laid out in the ability itself. Yep. It's mm -hmm. the for you, you just take it. You don't have to flip it. Yeah. Some force abilities specifically allow you to use power sides that you wouldn't normally be able to use. Mm. Um, so I still suffer the strain and and generate I still a conflict. Suffer the conflict. Yeah. But there's no and need you, to flip a force point. For no, it. Yeah. You still take one strain and one conflict. <clears throat> All right. Uh, would you like to use that dark side? All right. I get to use the dark side. Because dark side effects used in creating give me things I can do. Um. Oh. Yeah, because the effects, because the effects, the effects that you can spend on the talisman creation are based on. Uh, yeah, no, what's you're used. right. So, so getting a dark side actually is like getting a failure. Yeah. You know what? I am gonna let you do that anyway because I feel like it's really fitting. For, <laughs> um. So I'm gonna say, and, and also it's gonna have additional effects because of the uh, materials used to create it as well. Yeah. So. Uh, I'm going to say it is cumbersome, so mm -hmm. the encumbrance of the item is increased by one. Yeah. Uh, if it's something that doesn't normally have an encumbrance, if it's something with an encumbrance of L normally, then that encumbrance would be one now. Yeah. Um, which I think it is, I think normally it would be, yeah, normally it would be L, so now it's going to be having an encumbrance of one. Yeah. I just got lots of successes, which you can't no, yeah, that just means you did it particularly well. Yeah, uh, and in this case, so yeah, so your fetish of fear. Normally, uh, you can choose to have an enemy character uh, attempting to move into engage range. Uh, first, make a fear check as an outturn incidental. If they succeed, they can move a desired. If they fail, they cannot perform the desired maneuver, uh, but can still perform another maneuver instead. Because you created it with the Sith rune in it if they fail they can't move they just lose their turn okay dope lose or the they, maneuver they lose, the, they lose their maneuver yeah lose the maneuver hmm. yeah that's pretty cool so it's this fairly chunky almost necklace wrap talisman um that has sort of hidden behind the wooden main component, which is like a some sort of symbol of an ambiguous face uh, hidden sort of in the back of that is the rune for property. Because that's the only one I know. <laughs> cool. So you may choose to make an enemy character attempting to move into engaged range. Uh, make a... Make an average fear check as an out of turn. Final. They succeed. Tired. If they fail, they do not move and lose their maneuver. There. I just put the Sith empowered fetish of fear yeah. description in the chat for you. So a fear, a fear check is just a is a special type of discipline roll, right? Yeah, it's a discipline check. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's a discipline check that can be a it's a, it's a discipline check that is classified that say, as modify a... your ability to feel fear, just yeah. like poisons usually. Anyways. Yeah, because it's, yeah, uh, it's, 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 it's a discipline check that has different rules attached to it, which is why it's considered yeah. a fear check rather than a discipline check. Yeah, yeah because it, it, there are specific talents and rules that affect fear checks, but not discipline checks in general. Correct. That is why it is worded differently. Yes, you succeed at crafting, at crafting that and empowering it with a Sith rune. So from an in-character perspective, after hours, maybe a day, because Kitty intentionally took more time than it absolutely needed to take of random flashing lights and dark uh, smoke billowing out of Kitty's room. She comes out looking very happy with herself. I'm going to say you've already you already took the you already taken the the corruption value from for messing with the Sith room previously. Yeah. I'm going to say succeeding is going to give you eight points of conflict. Okay. I will. Would you like me to now? Now? Yeah, you can go ahead. Just throw them in. Cool. All right. Anything else? Anyone? Anything else? Anyone else is doing over the next two days? Uh. Doing a lot of relaxing, centering yoga. I mean, <laughs> yoga exists in Star Wars. It does. <laughs> do do we walk on with Ileana summing, somehow having conjured up two goats out of nowhere that are just no. Like... <laughs> Goat yoga is um, a little bit, a little bit beyond. <laughs> <laughs> That would require there to be reasonable goat analogs in the places where the people who do yoga are. Bantha Yoda. Or yoga. <laughs> Bantha Yoga. Bantha Yoga. Oh, God. All yoga. <laughs> you just get crushed beneath the Bantha. <laughs> I you, did, you take this sentient goat-like species. It's like, all right, just walk around on me. No, probably. Like, I feel like you don't see much of her not 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 at mealtime not anytime she's just pretty much in her room most of the time. that's good i wanted to go find oliana okay <laughs> ting, 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 ting. back on the door enter yes hello I wanted to see if you had any questions now that you had time to think. Sorry, what? Questions? I had asked you several days ago if you had questions. I don't remember that. All right. Well, then. Questions about what? About my being a person. You had a lot's happened. Diliana forgot. <laughs> lots has happened. <laughs> I had shown you the recording and inquired if you had questions, but at the time you did right. not. Right. Right. Uh, uh, uh. I mean, I, I, hmm, I mostly get it, uh, and it's as near as I can tell. 
I mean, the 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 the, the force did it, right? Someone using the force did it. Yes, the force did it. Then it was meant to be. It's fine. Yes, someone using the force did it. Yes. <laughs> we just said the same thing. So it's fine. It was right. it, it was supposed to happen. It's okay. It's all good. We're cool. No. I fear that I may need to face the person who did this again. Then you have to do that. Yes. Yeah. They are quite strong. That's to do that? Yeah, I would imagine so. Mm hmm. I do not wish to lose. I don't imagine you would. Therefore, I would like to make sure that I have a team that works together on my side. That would, that would seem... definitely help in that. Yes. You seem much more reasonable at this point in our journey. Yeah, yeah, I can see how you would think that. Nope. Lost Aaron. Okay. Uh, think? I mean... Is this not the case? I'm still me. Yes. We were, no... Uh, yeah. Who are you? I'm... My name is Ileana. Yes. I'm... I have not been in training with any of you mm -hmm. until this. Right. This is the first time I have been in close contact with you all, especially you who have avoided me. I am trying to understand you. I mean, well, okay. I guess what's the... So, I'm definitely feeling more, um, what's, more me now, if that helps. All right. Um, Can you elaborate? There was, I'm trying, there was... I mean, you you had you felt it on that planet. Yes, it was loud. And I'm so he sort of sits back. I'm I I, I do you know Deathmir? Do I? How much do I know? Uh, yeah, an outer rim roll. Okay. Um, what difficulty? Uh, difficulty three. So I'm slowly learning to check difficulty. Okay. Yeah. 
nothing. You you know the name. You know it's a planet right. in the outer rim. That's all, pretty much all you know. Is it a planet in the outer rim? Yes. Um, Not much beyond that. I, that's that's where I'm from. Uh, all right. There are. Uh, there, there's a group of, of people like me, um, and like, what's the name of the brother person, the other death, of, uh, the other night sister on the ship? Yeah, hang on, it is. I could look it up in my notes, but it's just going to be quicker for uh, me. Raz Shayla, and 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 Raz Shayla, um, uh, that are, um. Force users. Uh, it's a long story, but um, that that that's where I where I came from. And we are well. I left there because I just decided it was time. Yeah, I saw that I needed to be. I was not meant to be there. Nor was wanted me to be here. Um, it probably has not gone over over well there, but it is what it is. Um. Do you? I want feel to be very. Here? Hmm. Do you want to be here? I don't know how that's relevant. It's where I'm supposed to be. All right. Please continue. I interrupted. So okay, it's okay. Uh, so I, I I feel most of I see more with with. I I rely more. I use force to see more than I do my eyes. Is about the easiest way I can explain that. So imagine, or 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 hear with my ears, or or feel with my 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 skin. So. Imagine if you're as attuned to that as you, if, if if all of your attention is focused on that and that's where you're used to. And if you can hear exceptionally well, and then you walk into somewhere where the sound is turned up to 9,000 by 9,000%. Yes. That's sort of where I was. I'm not there anymore, so I'm feeling more me. All right. And you are here because of course you are. Because of course I am. What do you wish to do now that you are a knight? Not a knight just yet. Yeah, I was okay. going to say. Okay, not a knight. Okay. Still squire. Are for the becoming moment. a knight, a, a squire. Um, learn everything is probably the easiest way I can explain that. 
You are very similar to crack. You. We are getting. We are. We are. We are. We are. We are getting along for the moment. So I will. I will. I will let that go for now. Um, we have. So we perhaps have similar motivations. If you shut your eyes mostly and look at it sideways. How are you different from crack? Every other possible way. All right. I will leave you be now. Thank you for answering my questions. Very welcome. Exit. As you exit, Graz is walking past Nariz, mm -hmm. and they just kind of say over their shoulder, I've been informed that Corserath would like to be consulted next time we name the ship. And it just keeps going. <laughs> ah! <laughs> All right. Is this an issue? Will the ship need to be renamed? Not at the moment, I don't think, but just for future reference next time we do. All right. And uh, most of the time, Nuri setting up whatever I can in the med bay, which isn't much, uh, uh, and piloting and stuff, and recharging. Okay. Anything else that anybody else is doing over the next two days? Nope. Jack will sleep for a good 12 hours, wake up and eat whatever Zook has cooked up. And then, are people still training? Uh, we lost Aaron. Yep, that's fine. Uh, some people are. Avazi is going to be doing a lot of training and familiarizing herself with the ship. Okay. Um, I think Crack will actually seek out the... I, I, I mean, I would assume that's not quiet. So he will head in the direction of where oh, there's no. noise. It's very easy to find. And oftentimes over the course of the next day or so, uh, the, places, the places where... Uh, Saris lounges drinking is either in the lounge or in the where people are training. Uh, never really interacting, but watching. And... So it's very easy to find the crowd that is in the hangar bay. <laughs> All right. What... Occasionally. What is, uh, I guess, about 13 hours into the trip, who all would be in the, in the hangar bay? Not in a reason. So probably Avasia, Corserath, okay. and yeah. Saris. Probably, yeah. Kitty is there, but doesn't seem to be training so much as sitting in the corner drawing in a book. Okay. Um, are, are Avasia and Corserath sparring with each other? Um, if if Corserath is up for that, she probably would be. Yep, probably. Um, and he will come up um, sort of to the edge watching and then uh, put his lightsaber down way out on the edge of, of the, if there's kind of a ring. Um, and we'll say, I got next. And we'll sit down and wait. There's other room over here if you want. Oh, uh, do you want a spa? 
Sure. All right. Do you mind if I look at your lightsaber before we do? Yes. That means no, right? You won't let me look at it. Why? <laughs> Crack honestly looks just flabbergasted at that question. Um, <laughs> his 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 te- his tendrils flutter for a moment, and he says, "Because we all just made our own lightsabers. Uh-huh. Aren't you fascinated to see how each of us approached it in a different manner?" I am, and I understand that it's very personal to each of them. The method of construction, oh, you mean still, all right. Um, Well, if we spar, um, let's spar. Okay. Uh, Crack will um, stand back and uh, ignite his... um, uh, ignite his saber. He takes a what's the what's the lazy lightsaber style nian something. Uh, uh, d- define what you mean by lazy. Not lazy. <laughs> I, I was going to say. That sounds judgmental. The, 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 one, the one that is that is literally described as being the style used by people who focus on everything else other than their lightsaber training. Um, uh, traditionally, more the the. Um, uh, like the mystic or um, so, so Niman, I think you're thinking of Niman. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Niman. Exactly. Niman is the uh, is the mystic. Yeah. yeah. So he Brilliant. takes he I'm takes taking. sort of just a very very loose Niman uh, on guard style. The the diplomat's form. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Kush whip comes out. <laughs> Why are you using your actual ones? You have training sabers. Okay. <laughs> All right, so both of you give me, uh, just, just for shits and giggles, give me a uh, lightsaber roll difficulty two. Because the training saber does not approximate what she will actually be doing when she's trying to do things. I so know, it's functionally this is useless. a terrible idea. I'm very well, excited. And, Please. And, and Crack, Crack has taken apart and rebuilt multiple training sabers. He doesn't have any interest in those. And again, this seems like the only way he's going to get to look at it. So... Um, would I have recovered my wounds? I probably would not have by this point. You've had a rest. I mean, so, you yeah. slept for 12 hours, yeah, right? Well, I, I mean, that's no, I mean, my strain was almost oh. at max, so that's gone. But what about my wounds? Uh, let me take a look real quick. How many yeah. wounds you recovered? I think, yeah, I think, would Gross have because Gross had like a, a critical it's, injury. It's not been long enough. Right now? It's not been long yeah, enough. It hasn't yet. been a week yet, I don't think. Okay, yeah. in that case, um, can I help heal that again or not yet? Probably not yet. Not yet. <laughs> oh, oh no! I, okay. I mean, probably because you haven't seen him since he uh, woke up. Not for the not for the critical injury, no. Okay. Uh, which was what Nir is asking about. The healing oh, of crack <laughs> is a separate thing, but okay. okay. Let me just take a look real quick. Uh, did, 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 did. I um, forgot that people were still injured. You recover one wound when you rest, wanna... so. Uh, okay. So yes, yeah, so, you, so, so you would have so your strain's completely back, and you recover one wound after you rest. The okay. healing of crack makes it sound like some epic mm-hmm. trial <laughs> that gets its own arc. There's also the a reason why I'm not crack. rolling damage for them. So yes. All right. So we need a lightsaber check difficulty two from Ilya. Yep. Uh, I'm just gonna roll the lightsaber thing That's regardless. Fine. Um. 
All right, so uh, this is pretty one-sided. Uh, as uh, crack as as the two of you as the two of you spar, where Avasia and Corsarath are fairly evenly matched, both being specialists in their own particular forms. Uh, this is much more uh, somebody who doesn't specialize in fighting with a lightsaber versus somebody who, while not specializing in fighting with a lightsaber, has a very unique fighting style with their lightsaber. And so where you, you keep expecting the blade to be in certain areas when you parry, and it still is in those areas, but because it's a whip, it spins or it comes around and still tags you anyways. You do notice that you're not really taking a whole lot of damage with this um like the 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 this the lightsaber does still when it hits will still singe and cut uh but it's not as intense a blade as even yours is okay yeah, crack is probably thinking oh, this isn't a one two three or four um <laughs> uh okay so do i take damage no you don't take any damage Okay. You're, you're, the two of you are just sparring until somebody yeah. indicates I want to kill the other. You're not taking any damage. <laughs> until they indicate that this session. Yes. At the moment. <laughs> this <In> session. <laughs> exactly. Um, you are definitely seeing, though, that fighting somebody wielding a whip, uh, or at least a light whip, requires a completely different set of skills than the ones that you have trained. More zombies. All right. Um... Yeah, okay. Um then crack crack does a, a a pretty poor job but is is seems to be uh probably observing and 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 trying and failing to defend more than he's attacking. Are you trying to analyze the light whip as it's being as it's hitting you? 100%. Give me a mechanics check, difficulty 3 because you're being When one of you's done, I want to try. All right. Says um, to the room in general. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. Any setback or just the three difficulty? Uh, just the three difficulty. Okay. So, obviously, the construction of individual weapons is unique to their construction. You're not really going to glean much out of that. But just by sort of looking at the way the lightsaber sort of bends, or the light whip bends and moves, you get a, you're able to actually glean a basic idea of how it works. Uh, basically, the containment field of the containment field. So, lightsabers are a beam of plasma in a containment field. That is how they. That is that is that is what generates the containment field. Is the thing that sparks and crackles, and the plasma is the thing that cuts through things. Um, this seems like the plasma is slightly cooler, and the containment field is slightly weaker. And what that ends up doing for for the light whip is it basically means the blade is pliable and whippy more than more than slashy. Which, to your mind, uh, thinking about it mechanically, would mean that Ilyana's lightsaber is not as good at cutting through things as other okay. lightsabers are, but it has a lot of variable flexibility and other uses. You imagine it could very much like a regular whip could be used to entangle an enemy or be used to hit around certain defenses or just have other utility things that, that a normal lightsaber wouldn't. Eliana's not going to be cutting through any doors with this, but nope. 
but Ilyana very well might be ripping lightsabers out of people's hands and destroying them with it. <laughs> okay. Um, and Crack will I think continue as long as 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 Ilyana seems willing just to beat the stuffing yeah. out of him, or um, <clears throat> until he, you know, is 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 physically actually starting to get. Yeah, after after not, not little harm, but pretty beat up. After a while, it starts to hurt more. Okay. <laughs> um, and uh, Crack will uh will step back and salute um and say, oh, thank you. I appreciate the opportunity." As Crack uh, as Crack gets injured for his art, Pro- probably like roughly around the same time period as their bout is ending. Probably Corsarath and Avazia's bout is coming to a close. Um, and as he turns the lightsaber off, he sort of turns to his right, Crack. Yes, and he has a very lazy, underhanded lob as he throws the lightsaber hilt to to Crack. Crack is gonna try to catch it. <laughs> Okay. No roll needed. <laughs> Unfortunately, he catches it this way and, and, and accidentally hits <laughs> no. it. No. goes straight through. <laughs> actually, actually, you know what? Crack's going to catch it with the force. How? Oh, oh okay. Make a, make, a, make a move roll then. How Luke Skywalker had yeah. the most dangerous weapon in the galaxy. Yeah. Look, immediately. Look right down the barrel. How episode four should have ended. <laughs> he had no idea that's what it was. Oh, absolutely no, not. It's great. But it's still fucking hilarious. It's hilarious. He's oh no! He looks at mm. the thing. Mm. Mm. Look at that! I get I get to do things with that. Ooh. <laughs> Tasty. Tasty. There shouldn't have been a difficulty on it. Tasty. No, yeah, no, no. Uh, so, ignoring the difficulty, you you don't have any lightsaber to flip at the moment. So, uh, yeah. you you, just... you you reach out and try and just clatters to the ground next to you. <laughs> Sorry. Um. Uh, and and crack will pick it up. Don't disassemble it. You're free to look at it, though. Oh, uh, thank you. I feel um, like this is the this is the equivalent of Kid Cable giving somebody a grenade. <laughs> yep, uh, yep. In fact, we'll <laughs> scuttle off Zoidberg style to the side of the hangar um, and sort of sit down uh, and immediately become absorbed. We'll reach out through the force through manipulate yep. and. Um, Obviously, not take it apart, but see how much I can understand. And being able to actually uh, sort of look at it and examine—you don't need to make a roll. You just you understand the basics of a crossguard lightsaber and how it's been and how this, this one. In particular this is a very non-standard crossguard. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I would. Does it have any any open um, hard points? Uh, yes. Because uh, a crossguard. Uh, has... Yeah, it has one hard point open at the moment. Yeah. Okay. Um, so. Um, uh, that's uh, that will probably occupy crack for a while. So I think Kitty wanted next in terms of of doing yeah. It. Kitty's gonna look to the three people who are all fairly good at actually stabbing things. <clears throat> eh, functional. This relative. is probably about the time that Graz walks in as well. Difference. Yeah, it's got two hard points open actually. Two. Okay. Oh, okay. Cool. Do do crystals take up a hard point? They, crystals, they say they crystals take, up, take two, up two hard points. Yeah, crystals take up two hard points. Okay. Depending on the crystal. My specialty is obviously in weaving the force, not punching it. But anyone want to try? I'll go. Okay, okay, right. let's do it. You can both give me lightsaber checks to fill two. Okay. 
Um, if Kitty fails too badly, uh, is going to just conjure a weapon instead. Okay. Just as a heads up to the yep, GM. that's fine. <clears throat> and I have just enough of all the stats that I don't have any disadvantagey things. Is there any difficulty on this? Yeah, difficulty two. Oh, okay. Okay. Let's see if Asia completely out. Oh. Oh. Uh, that's a Warblade check, but. Oh, sorry. Wrong one. He uses the same roll, though, doesn't it? I think. Oh, sorry. I use. Hold on. There we go. All right. Well, then. So. Nice disagree with you. Avasia, yeah. you 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 encounter something very interesting as Kitty takes this what looks kind of like uh, for anybody that's familiar with Star Trek what looks kind of like the um the Klingon uh what's it called the Batleth Batleth <laughs> it looks kind of like a miniature Batleth uh but then a flip is a flip is switched and just a ring of energy connects the two ends as this large lightsaber chakram um and. The thing that you're encountering as the two of you begin to go at it, Avasia, is you don't know how to parry this because you don't parry rings, typically. You avoid them or you stab through them, but you don't parry them. And so your, your angle of defense is always off, and that just basically that weirdness is enough for kitty to actually get the advantage on you as you're sparring with your with your lightsabers um <laughs> it's a very weird thing to fight when their spars by element of what the fuck basically <laughs> and and avasio you just sort of innately feel judgment coming from one area of the room uh. <laughs> where a bottle continues to empty with no signs of it being drunk from. <laughs> Do I notice this being stressful for Avasia? Avasia, is that, does that sound stressful to you? Yeah, no, I feel like her stress would be building oh, yeah. through, throughout this. Yep. So at some point, Kitty backs away a few steps, um, puts the chakrama just on a belt and uses the conjure power. All right, what are you conjuring? Uh, punchy things. So just gauntlets? Yeah, right. something that uses my brawl. I wasn't able to find anything in the books, but the, there's an implication. Yeah, so the, the gauntlets are just like uh, plus one damage. and Yeah, essentially five. Wolverine gloves. Yeah, yeah. I could, th- there's a bunch so, of stuff in Edge of the Empire I can send you. After so, session. Uh, oh yeah, I'll look. The after. yeah, that's fine. The uh, this is sort of green flame, uh, starting at Kitty's fingertips, just sort of wraps around uh, hands and forearms, and these ephemeral green glowing uh, gauntlets with some claws extending out of the back of them just pop into existence, formed from this fire around Kitty's hands and wrists. Yeah. And that's going to be a melee check? 
or brawl check. I think brawl it's check. supposed brawl to be check. brawl. Yeah, so it's going to be. You can use it to summon a either melee or brawl. So one. that'll be a brawl check difficulty two for you, and another lightsaber check difficulty two mm-hmm. for Rasia. At some point, we're going to have to change that training lightsaber to your actual lightsaber. Yeah. Okay. So. I'm doing very well at failing. <laughs> yeah. So, with a, <laughs> so this is a much easier thing to fight against Avasia because it's 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 just somebody with their hands, and so you're you're much more on the aggressive here. And Kitty, you're finding that the the you're you're not you're not bad at defending with these. It's this is actually very easy to defend with because it, the defensive portion covers your forearms as well as extending a little bit further out. So you've got a much easier defensive time with these, but you're not able to get any attacks in your avasia is just too good at leaping in and out of your reach right is what you're learning here yeah avasia the ju- the way the the judgment recedes <laughs> avasia is still like ever so slight Ki- kitty would probably see avasia is still getting even more stressed out and angry as this continues Kitty wants to fix that, but doesn't know how. Uh... All right. After a little while, the bottle hits the floor. Mm-hmm. All right, Avasia. Look over. You and me, Sarah says as she steps out onto the training area. But the bottle hit the floor. Yeah, um, that's what I was thinking too. <laughs> Sorry, vanish goes back to stand over by, I don't know, presumably where Crack and Course Wrath are, and Avasia's stress level. Course <laughs> Wrath, Course Wrath, looks at uh, locks eyes with Avasia at one point, and just the the question of, do you want backup? From just the unspoken question. Mm. So so shake her head. Mm. Come on. I am going to flip a dark side to upgrade this. Okay. Avasia, make a lightsaber check with four bonus dice. Uh, before she rolls that, actually, mm-hmm. can Corserath from the corner of the room use manipulate to offer just encouragement? Sure. Give me, a, give me a, make a force power roll. Let's see if you make this force power roll. Wait. I, I, are there? T- oh, okay. I was going to say Sorry, uh, wrong power uh, influence. No, no, no. I, I just wanted to double check because it's entirely possible that there are two of them named yeah. the same thing. The way the system goes, <laughs> wrong thing. But there's two light side. Would you like to take? Would you like to flip the one light side that you have right now in order to use yep. that? Yep. All yep, right. Yep. Uh, so and we'll, light side is the pips that I would need to do this. So so we'll say that's an extra bonus die. Um. So. Which make one a, is bonus? The blue, the blue one. Ones. The blue ones. Okay. So make a lightsaber a check with five extra blue die. Okay. 
Damn. Five blue dice, damn. Look at what Saris rolled. That yep. wasn't the lightsaber <laughs> check. <laughs> so, you begin to fight with Saris. And you begin to actually gain ground on her as this massive as this massive broadsaber flips back and forth and defends against you. And you sort of see that Saris is on a defensive foot as you're attacking very aggressively. Those of you that are outside of the fight can see that Saris, while putting on the air of I'm going to kick your ass, is very intentionally leaving openings that Avasya is quick to exploit. And uh, sort of from the from an observational perspective, you can see that Saris is teaching Avasya how to find exploits in a guard that is an unnatural guard rather than actually attacking her and Avasi, yeah you 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 sort of you're you're getting it now you're sort of finding these these points where the defense is lower and just sort of striking in and fulfilling that sort of that drive of julio which is to find the opening exploit the opening strike hard strike heavy kind of uh, attitude and you're 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 pushing her back a little bit of course wrath hmm? is the makashi from your standpoint focused more on the offensive or the defensive makashi strikes a balance it is designed specifically to battle other lightsabers it is meant to be a flowing style, something that moves from defense to offense and is designed to put the opponent in a bad position mentally as well as physically. Would you be willing to demonstrate? Badly. I'll need my lightsaber back. Once Master Artinos is finished. um, And and let me know. um, I'd be more than happy to... um, uh, to make some adjustments to to it for you, if you'd like. You have some additional unused space in here. We might have to talk about that. Um, also, just very quickly, out of character, somebody had something get get its status degraded while we were on the planet. I think something was... was one of somebody... the training savers. Yeah, oh, one, yeah of, one, one of the training savers. savers. Okay. After right. a while, after a while of being on the defensive, Saris very smoothly hooks the cross guard of her lightsaber around yours, flicks her wrist, and just basically disarms you, catching the lightsaber as it flies up into the air and deactivating it. Mm-hmm. She turns it around, pommel first, and hands it to you. You've gotten much better. You've gotten much better, Avasia. Thank you. She deactivates her own lightsaber and goes back to sitting down. Uh, Graz and Corserath, go ahead and give me lightsaber checks, difficulty two. I get my boost die because I'm fighting one opponent. Any adjustments? Graz is going to be going at this, trying to simply maximize their defensive capabilities. They're not going to push any sort of aggressive mm-hmm. tactic literally just trying their best to make sure that they are as much of a deflective wall as possible for the incoming attacks okay i don't uh, know if that changes things at all but nope 
Also, okay. uh, one thing that might change something is the fact that my lightsaber has defensive one, so I actually have a, a melee defense. This isn't you're not you're not fighting though. This yeah. is a sparring. Okay. So, so just a standard. It's a standard lightsaber diff, check. Diff, diff two. Okay. Which is why uh, you also. Oh yeah, you get the boost die because that's skill related. Yeah, that's my ability to, to duel someone. Yep. So yeah, you're actually pretty evenly matched. The two of you are, as Corsarath uh, uh, very clearly focusing on the de- the offensive at the moment, as you're sort of pulling him into that that offense versus defense fight, Graz. Uh, your your great saber, you're sort of spinning it around almost like it's a staff, but with one, but with only one blade, as you just sort of like rapidly rotate it around to always intercept every strike with this very very. Uh, classic defensive Sheehan formation. Um, and uh, with uh, the three advantages present there, which is sort of what that signifies, Korsaroth's style is definitely very much, as he said, there's a, there's a very psychological game to the way that Korsaroth fights with a lightsaber. He very much creates what seems like an opening to bait and then will strike from the opposite angle of where his guard would indicate. And the, the mm-hmm. issue that you're having, Korsaroth, at the moment is that Graz is not striking. He's not striking for those openings. <laughs> <laughs> so you're 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 finding this weird equilibrium between your two styles. Yep. And yeah, Graz will just keep that up and this is until definitely it sort of balances. Yeah. Next to Avasia and Corsarath, this is definitely the most even a fight that has happened so far. Or a spar. And once 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 the the spar sort of comes to a natural rhythm and stops, Graz will simply deactivate the the saber back into the belt. Fascinating. Neris, are you on the are you in the hangar too? Nope. 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 Mm-mm. Uh a, a a the intercom beeps. Beep deep. Yes. You hear Saris. Nerys, are you going to train with your new lightsaber, or do I need to come to you? No, I will come. Someone should watch the helm. It'll be fine. The coordinates are correct. All right, I come. Probably while that's happening and during the last fight. Nerys shows up. So, but Graz will continue with uh, with Corsareth. Yeah, crack. Should... Were... Oh, sorry. Sorry. Mm-hmm. No, just during that fight. Kitty, do you want to trade? And he'll hold out his his new saber. Sure, just one second. Um, okay. And with no explanation, because there's an assumption Ileana will understand. A artifact, a item is placed in Ileana's hands. Not for practice fights, but you might find it useful. Um, and you now have a fetish of fear that I will... A Sith-empowered fetish of fear. Of. Sweet. That sounds like a thing. That's the... Yeah, it makes people spooked when they try and come near you. Yeah, so you when you when uh, you can choose to make an enemy an enemy combatant make an average fear roll if they try to move into engaged range with you, and if they fail, they lose their maneuver. It does have an encumbrance of one. It's a because dark side, but <laughs> it's dark sided, and that very happy. Yeah, let's say. 
was that what crack was asking was to spar no, or no, to, no, to exchange right <laughs> no just just too just late because... now <laughs> I'm, I'm going with my character decision and then the wheels turn and it's like oh you meant okay yeah that works too I mean, if if you'd rather spar, we can. But candidly, I'm only asking to spar so I can see people's sabers, and I figured you'd probably let me look at yours if I let you look at mine. Sure. Here he's arrived. Yep. And looking around, Sarah sort of looks around at the group. Graz and Corsarath disengage. Corsarath spar with Nereus. Hmm. Graz will go stand next to Avazia. Hmm? At this point, Avazia is storming off to her room right now. No, Avazia, I didn't get this. <laughs> Never <with> mind. <laughs> <laughs> she will shoot crack in the middle finger. Um, you broke up. Did you say shoot crack? <laughs> a middle finger. A middle finger. She <laughs> <laughs> doesn't have a gun at the moment. Um, but after spending surprisingly little time just being like, ah, I see, this fits you in terms of lightsaber and personality. Kitty will offer, even if Crack still has her lightsaber, fight with magic punches. Uh, Neres and Corsarath make lightsaber checks difficulty two. Oh boy, okay. <laughs> Yeah, no, this is not going to go well. <laughs> I'm excited. This is going to go terribly. Here we go. Corserath make a yep. make a cool check. Difficulty two. Okay. Uh, no boost die on that. Uh, cool. Good thing about droids is that when you chop off their hands, it's easy to build a new one for them. So, Corserath, <laughs> you... You're still chopping off their hands, though. So that is true. Corserath, you understand the reason why Saras put you with Nereus. Uh because because of your particular ability, your particular style is focused on finding out, you know, finding people's defenses and exploiting them. You are uniquely suited to training somebody who has not used put a lot of time into fighting with a lightsaber from the ground up. Yeah. Are you going to pull your punches or not? knowing this information and why Sarah's put you there. Yeah. Um, I think he will initially pull his punches and begin to slowly ramp up just to just to make Neri's work for it rather than just letting them begin get comfortable. Okay. Lure them into his false sense of security <laughs> and then destroy them. Excellent. <laughs> that is the Makashi way. Anyways, <laughs> it's true. Uh, so, so yeah, Neri's. It's it's scary. You've never really yes. done this before. No, nope. uh, but you you get this weird sense of confidence. Isn't quite right, okay. but it's 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 almost muscle memory for muscles that don't exist. Mm -hmm. um, and that's not that 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 would be the phrase even if you had a musculature. Um, yep. It's this weird, you know what you're doing, even though you haven't had a lot of practice or any at all with this. And you are, at first at least, able to sort of see where the lightsaber is going to be and interpose your own. 
okay. and you sort of feel this back and forth connection in the force between you and Corserath, this pulling and pushing as the fight continues on. Eventually, it's more push than pull uh, as Corserath begins to amp up and amp up and amp up until you can no longer keep pace. Mm-hmm. He's not trying to overwhelm Neri, but he is trying to make sure that Neri isn't getting complacent in the in the, in yeah. the low speed. Uh, and so you're you're starting to get pressed. Meanwhile, yeah. Avasia has stormed off. Avasia, you ran off. You just went straight to your room. Mm-hmm. All right. After a little bit, the heavy thum, thum, thum of a Wookiee is heard outside your door. Uh oh. It's like walking. And then a knock. <laughs> Show up in the door. There's grouse. Yes. I feel all of us might benefit if at times when you are both available, I might train alongside you and Corserath. I wanted to ask you first. So mad. I don't know what sort of dangers we might be facing, but the three of us working together Probably Could. a good idea. Yes. Is there anything I should know before pursuing this? About sparring with us, us in general. Yes, to all. No. She's just going to shut the door in his face. Door slams. Graz just kind of stands there and then they... Very well. And turns and walks back to the hangar. After a while, you have all thoroughly exhausted yourselves training with lightsabers because as um, as 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 light an activity technically as swinging a lightsaber is because it's not very heavy, it's still a full body activity. Yeah, William. Uh after he was done um training with Neris, he would have gone to his and Avazia's room. Yeah. You all eventually break from the training session. Uh William yeah, so enter the room. Avazi is just sitting in the corner of the room, leaning up against the wall. You need to vent. No, I just need a time away from everyone. You look like you want to kill something, and I'm the only thing in the room. Yeah. <laughs> She'll smile. I'm not going to kill you. 
No. If crack came in here, then... I will make sure the corn does not come into the room. Avasia, have you seen my... (laughs) (laughs) Eliana is just pushing crack towards the room currently. No, no. For no reason. There is is a technological secret in this room, crack. You must discover it. Take no... (laughs) And... See. All right. Uh, The... At you some need... point, after oh God, afterwards, oh. sorry, we're still in the scene. <laughs> you do need to vent that frustration. I just need—I need to turn away from everyone. I'm better now. She's obviously not better, but As I, <laughs> you don't look better. I'll be fine. Navasia. How many times have you told me the exact same? I just got a little stressed back there and my anger got the best of me. Yeah. Control anger is to let it out rather than bottling it within. All right, the first half of that I didn't hear. Same here. Yeah. yeah. Your audio just went. He said. He said. I understand. And the best way to control that anger is to let it out rather than bottle it within. Because if you let it, if you let it stay contained, it only builds pressure until it explodes. I don't really know how to let it out right now. Aside from stabbing crack, which is frowned upon, apparently. Well, there are other things one can put your mind on. And what would that be? He just kind of gives... (laughs) He just kind of looks at her for a second. There are any number of distractions. She will stand there confused for a moment. Then the realization will hit her. I think that's scene. And cut away. All right. Sorry, Aaron, you were saying. And Starwipe. Did Aaron freeze? Can we? Aaron might I think freeze. Aaron froze. I was going to say, I think Aaron has frozen. Yep. Aaron. Yeah. Yep, Aaron. Yeah. Nope. Not, and they're yep. back. As Aaron and Mark continue to play <laughs> ping pong frames. <laughs> Sorry, Aaron, you were doing, you, what, what were you wanting to do? Um, a little while after uh, all of this is settled down, um, Kitty's going to go find Graz. Graz is pretty easy to find. They were on their way back from uh, the, the the honeymoon suite. Um, okay. In which case, even though Kitty lives across the hall, right. Will- yep. Give a decent amount of space from that room to where finding Graz is. 
Um, I, 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 I'm pretty sure they, they don't have like the only non soundproofed <laughs> quarters on the ship or anything. So, yeah. Well, that was enlightening for everybody, I think. Did I mess up? No. You did quite well. But people are hard. They don't get things. Well, Ilyana gets things, but <laughs> Ilyana feels things. Most people are unfortunately a little dumber like your sibling is. Yes. Which is why I have you because you can see among what other reasons the rest yes. of the world sees. Mhm. Mhm. Even though I see the right things. Anyways. Correct. I know I did well, but was that wrong? There is insight to be gained anytime you fight someone. And it's fairly rare that more insight especially into the people that we're going to be working closely with is a bad thing. You may have learned some things about them. They probably learned some things about you. And the better we know each other, I think the better we'll work together. But I think I upset her and I don't want to upset people. Well, I feel one of our parents told us that we could only control our own actions, not other people's reactions. And our the parents were is... sensitive. This is true. The world is flexible as you've so often told me, and what needs to happen will happen. Vazia's anger showed all of us something about her, but more importantly, I think, showed her something about herself. Is it you didn't bad? do it on purpose, and self-knowledge is some of the most important knowledge. No, but I still liked winning. I still like... Obviously, in a raw measuring, Vasya is better at this than me. I got lucky and I fight weird. Yes. Which showed you something about yourself, did it not? That I liked winning. Yes. I don't think there's anything terribly wrong with that taken in proper moderation are you going to go murder Avazia in her bunk now to ensure that she can never defeat you in the future that is no, a rhetorical question I was trying question. to figure out what kind of gift she would like hmm. she's currently getting it <laughs> dear god <laughs> Well, 
Luke, at that speed, do you think you'll be able to pull out in time? (laughs) That will be something to learn over the next period of time we spend with them in the near future, then. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. You can make a great number of very helpful things. If you've made one thing for her, which I think I saw that you had, something different, something new. Something mm. blue. <laughs> Does it have to be specifically new or can it just be really useful? Useful, I think. New in the okay. sense that it isn't something she already has one of. Uh, okay, okay, I can do that. Let me know if there's anything you need. Just know that when we decide where we're doing going next, I want to go to something that gets us paid. Because I need money need to use my powers and supplies, materials, that sort of thing. Hmm? Yeah, I don't think Crack's vote is going to carry a whole bunch of weight, even though I think he also needs money for his powers. I'm sure he does. And we have a ship now. Crack is going to be even more useful than he already was. So. Bye. Which, well, I need to go find him anyway, so I'll talk to you soon. And Graz is off to find Crack. And also the Quarren. <laughs> Who is also who's probably tracking down Kitty unless she took her lightsaber when she left. Um you know what? Kitty is really absent-minded and probably did not take it. So crack actually <laughs> might be coming up to the door as Graz opens it. Boop. <laughs> oh. Well, that's convenient. Now, Graz, just the sibling of the person I was hoping to see. She's right here. Yeah. Um, but, but I want to see your saber later too, okay? That's actually what I was coming to see you about. Here, have oh, a look. Gr- well, let's all talk. Um, Kitty, <laughs> thank you. I think maybe you forgot this, or maybe you just wanted me to take a longer look. But either way, thank you. It's fantastic. Really detailed in design. Absolutely novel. Um, really, really impressive. And he will hand it back over. Yeah. Kitty will take the sort of basket-woven... Chakra. I am. I am curious, uh, from Craig's perspective, if while he was getting a mechanical look at Corsair's lightsaber, would he have been trying to get an emotional read on the on the blade as well? I think. I think. I don't know if that would have been his focus, but I think because he was reaching out to the Force, that would have happened regardless of his yeah. intent. Because the blade itself is a significant part Corserath's self-loathing condensed into a weapon. Okay. So that bleeds off of it real easy. Okay. All right. Thank you. I appreciate you pointing that out. That's, I will, I have to figure out how well Crack will be able to unpack that information, but <laughs> um that's really helpful. Thank you. And you you gather like from from like especially with your conversation with like um, Ileana about how the lightsabers are 
very personal and important to each individual wielder. That's probably part of why he was so casual about throwing it at you. Fair. Okay. Because it, it's, it doesn't seem like it's something that's sacred to him so much as it is an embodiment of his flaws. Okay. That's really good to know. Um, so uh, Graz uh, was going to ask Crack something, I think. Or... Uh, no, Graz was literally coming to find Crack in order to let Crack have a look at the lightsaber since Graz was picking up on the investigative nature of, of Crack's requests and decided to just head that off. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, sure. Graz right. just hands you their lightsaber and then shadows you while you look at it. Okay. Um Oh, uh, do you, um, you also probably don't want me to take it apart. No. Oh, um, well, I can look at it right here. Um, and Crack will just stand where he is in the hallway <laughs> or still in the doorway uh, and start looking it over. Uh, do you want me to make a roll to do so or what would you prefer? Um, I feel like that would probably just be like, what, a standard mechanics check, John? For what? Sorry, I was distracted by emails. Uh, crack, <clears throat> look, giving Graz's lightsaber the the analytical once over. No, no, once. Uh, as long as he's not having to do it like in in combat, is he can just do that? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So just looking over. Um, yeah, mechanically, it, it's got three empty hard points. Um, it's very heavy and pretty unwieldy unless you've got. Uh, a fair bit of muscle mass to to bring it to bear. Is it? Is it? Does it have the stat unwieldy? Uh, it's cumbersome three. Mm. Okay. All right. Um, Crack actually looks like he's probably borderline, but seems to be moving it around okay. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, and given that it's a great saber, it's got I think an one extra point of standard damage rating. Okay. Then, then most lightsabers. Wow. Okay. Um, uh, and, and there's there's a lot of organic material in it. If I yeah. Uh, yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, it's mostly wood on the outside. Um, okay. With yeah, and uh, there's there's a uh, there's a couple siren fibers hanging from the pommel end, like a little knotted grip and tassel that of the of the extra material. Um, uh, Crack will look it over and mumbling to him something. Now, do you think it still counts as cybernetics if it's plant-based organic matter that's involved? Probably not. Uh, well, it's not alive anymore. Uh, but could it be? Probably impractical. Ooh, uh, I do want to try that though. That would be cool. You mean if you had to like put it in a pot of dirt and water your lightsaber every day? I, supp I suppose so. Although there, um, you would know better I than I. Sufficient amounts souls, of, but I guess we could do that. Water and sunlight also work, right? But there are also plants that uh, I believe subsist on uh, ambient moisture. Yes. This is. Mm -hmm. Crack and Kitty's science fair project that they're working on now. Um, you mean like a bromeliad? 
to have independent light flowing through your lightsaber would be pretty cool. What if you put a filter on it to simulate the effects of natural sunlight from the blade? Well, I... Maybe? Are you... Uh, just... just... Just to be clear, you're trying to turn Graz's lightsaber into a garden. <laughs> it's our own grow I mean, lab. I think we're speculating <laughs> or about a, it and planning to actually do it. Or a chia pet, one of the two. <laughs> chia saber. Um, I mean, I, I think Kitty was probably thinking closer to having some sort of moss, but... Which, yeah, now that I think about it, would be a Chia pet, huh? <laughs> Fairly efficient, similar. Very efficient construction. Uh, you have a uh, decent amount of space left over for modifications. There's anything that, that appeals? Well, I'm not entirely sure as to the variety of modifications one could put on a instrument such as this, but perhaps, oh. yes. I, I I was thinking of adding an overcharged power cell to mine as soon as we have the sufficient materials. Um, it's a fairly straightforward one. We could get more creative once we have the materials, though. Um, I, I, I'm not Kitty sure. Kitty was just talking about that sort of thing. Perhaps the next assignment we're sent on, we can keep an eye out for those sort of supplies as we go. Oh, indeed. That would be fantastic. And. Uh, when either he's finished looking it over completely or before then, if Graz seems to be getting impatient, uh, Crack will hand it back to them and uh, wait and see if there are any other interactions or questions from either of them. Well, I'm going to take some time to meditate for a bit. If you need anything, I'll be in my quarters. All right. Thanks for letting me take a look at it, Graz. Of course. And Kitty, thanks for the extended loan. Yeah, you're welcome. And Graz is going to go to his bunk and meditate. Their bunk and meditate. Be in their bunk. Okay, so. The two days pass. Uh, and Neres, you get an alert from the, from the shipwide communicator saying that you're about to be dropping out of hyperspace soon. Okay. Crack will come uh, up to the cockpit to help. Sorry, I my my internet has been flickering in and out for the, the past the, five minutes. That's fine. The two days have passed. Okay. You get an alert that you're about to drop out of hyperspace. As expected. So you should go to the cockpit. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Dropping out of hyperspace. Yes. So uh, you and Crack get in the cockpit, presumably. Okay. I will let everyone know over the intercom that we are dropping out of hyperspace soon um, and get ready to do that. Right. So from the cockpit, you can see the coordinates sort of counting down, counting down, counting down, counting down. And then there's this, you all sort of get this, there's this sort of shudder as the ship comes out of hyperspace uh, and the streaks of light that, ha that have been sort of decorating your, your vision zoom, solidify once more into stars as you find yourself coming out of hyperspace just outside of uh, the perimeter of a space station. Uh, the same space station that the Ion Cutter, that you launched from when the Ion Cutter was docked previously. Um, you see that it is still there, actually waiting for the ship to come in. 
you as you exit hyperspace there's a there's a communication sort of twiddle as if somebody's sending yeah. a message out to the ship someone from our ship sending someone it? someone is sending a message to your ship to the shield okay i will click on that to open it if that's the thing yeah it opens up and you see the face uh you see the robotic face of biggs on the hologram uh we're getting a transponder code for a ship called the shio coming into the aeon cutter Oh, hey, Aries. Hi, it's us. Coming back home. All right. Actually, yeah, Wedge is the big one. Biggs is the small one. Yeah. Or is it the other way around? It might be the other way around. I be Wedge then. Actually. Cannot remember. This is that Wedge. Was forever ago. Wedge was the big one. Biggs was the small one. Hang on. If, if I remember because they correctly. Were, because they were opposites. Yeah, they no. were opposites. Biggs was the big one. Wedge was the small one. This is Wedge. Oh. That's, okay. okay. Wedge, Easier to remember the, then. The, the, good, the, good. the Zerkadroid. Yeah. The, the Zerkadroid. The one that can talk. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, uh, sending over sending over landing coordinates. Go on and bring it on in. And your navigator gets coordinates sent to it. And you pilot the ship into the central hangar of the Aeon Cutter. <laughs> the same place that you had taken off with the junk freighter, seriously. Um, it lands, and you are all, once again, on board the Aeon Cutter. As you feel the, as you, you don't really feel, but you see the, the, uh, the shield sort of reclose behind you as you land in the hangar. Looking out from the cockpit, you can see that there is a small retinue of individuals waiting for people to be getting off the ship. Uh, you see uh, Nibishuza, Biggs, Wedge, uh, as well as a individual you don't recognize. Um, she is fairly tall. She's taller than uh, she's uh, uh, Nibishuza is about five eight. 5'10", somewhere around there. Uh, she's a little bit taller than that. Uh, pale skin, white hair, the sort of uh, long and billowing hanging down the back of these white sort of long jacket and robes uh, with a lightsaber hanging at her hip, just sort of standing. Looks like they're talking about something and waiting on you all to disembark. Okay. Raz will be one of the first individuals out. <laughs> I'm probably last because I'm up in the cockpit and it's... Yeah. Yeah, Kitty's probably sticking with Graz. Oh, the uh, ramp. Heading out. The ramp drops from the from the uh, lower cargo area where the rooms are and you all come out to see Nibishuza and uh, this woman standing next to him. Welcome back. Do I have any... Oh, carry on. None of you know who this woman is. Okay. Mm. None of you have ever seen her before. Welcome back. I take it your journey was a success, considering the ship that you are arriving in. Indeed. Good. We will have your final ceremony of squires momentarily. Feel free to drop anything off in your rooms that you need to drop off, and do bring your robes. Indicating the, the more formal robes that you all have that have the the training robes that have they also have the the uh, a patch of the Twilight Order sort of sewn into the shoulder. Do I have something like that or not? Yeah, you have something like that too. Okay. Did we take those with us? You, you could have. You could have if you. Room? You could have if you wanted to. It wasn't required. <laughs> I think Craig, Craig specifically did not pack, so he probably has to run back to the room. Okay, Graz wouldn't have 
had those with them either. So meet they us, will go back and grab. Meet us in the probably meet us, same. Meet us in the training room in a few minutes, and the two of them, along with Biggs and Wedge, uh, head off. I wanted to get a, a sense of what was going on with they were conversing before. I didn't see a lot of it and I couldn't hear anything, but. Um, give, me a, give me a cool roll. Okay. As I. Difficulty two. Damn it. Internet, come on. What was the difficulty? Difficulty two. Okay. Hey, a success. Uh, you could definitely couldn't understand. You could definitely couldn't figure out what they were talking about. But you did get mm -hmm. sort of a sense of mood. Um, okay. They both seemed fairly calm. Whatever it was they were talking about. Um, so it wasn't like something that was an immediate threat or anxiety causing. Uh, I caught the last half of that. I'm sorry. sorry. Uh, they were very calm. Whatever it was they were talking about, they were okay. whatever it was they were talking about, they were very calm while talking about it. So okay. you're, you you don't know what it is, obviously, but it wasn't anything that was causing anxiety or stress. Okay. And as far as because the last time I saw him, he was kind of like tired looking. That does that seem to be the case anymore, or is that he about still seems he still seems a little probably, tired. Yeah, he still seems a little. I don't notice anything. He's he, he, I have to check. He still seems a little tired. Um, not not like fall over tired, okay. but more tired than he normally seems. Um, so Kitty definitely did pack robes. You said there's a new person. Yes. Hi, I'm Kitty. Nice to meet you. What's your name? She turns and sort of looks over her shoulder at you. There's a soft smile. Um, uh, and she just sort of replies, uh, Hatafeni. Archon, nice Archon Hatafeni. Nice to meet you, Hatafeni. I've never understood how names translate to Wookiee, but, you know, I guess that they do. Yeah. Um, nice to meet you, Hatafeni. Tiffany, I like your hair. Thank you. And you did catch that she referred to herself as an Archon, which is one of the 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 council of Archons are the people that run the Twilight Order. Right. Of which there are eight, correct? Yeah, there are eight if plus I the there are eight plus the Exarch. Okay. Mm -hmm. This might be new to Tiffany, but it's not new to anyone who's been around Kitty. Kitty has very little she understands what ranks are, but like behaving politely towards someone seems to just be complimenting them more. <laughs> Legit. But you all gather your robes from wherever they are, whether you brought them with you or you have to get here from and donning them head to the training area. You see this individual that introduced herself as Hadafeni, as well as uh, Nibishuza, uh there. Uh, and your mentors, uh, Zook and Saris, are off to one side as well. Nibishuza looks at the group of you. Congratulations. In cooperating and surviving on a admittedly very hostile planet of Eos, 
You have shown resourcefulness and resilience, the kind of which we hope to cultivate amongst our people in the Order. It is a hard world to live in, even harsher when you don't exalt allegiance to one of the major powers in space. And that planet is certainly a hard planet to get through. I'm proud of you all. I am also proud to say that if you so choose, you may all take up the mantle of night of the Twilight Order. He sort of holds up, he sort of waves a hand, and you all feel the stitching coming out of that patch on your robes as you sort of all, as you all sort of instinctively look over at it, and you see the see the the patches unstitch themselves and float over towards Nimishuza as he sort of holds a hand out, and they just gently rotate in the air above his hand. If you so choose to stay on with us, you may. And he says, uh, uh, turning his hand so that the, the patches sort of hover out in front of each of you. If you would choose to go your own way, you may do that as well. And you sort of all instinctively know that if you take the patch, that's mm -hmm. indicating that you are staying on as a knight. Graz immediately reaches out and takes it. Mm -hmm. Yep. Same. Yeah, Kitty will sort of reach out after Graz does. Graz um. will pause for a minute and then eventually take the patch. Graz is going to hesitate for a moment and then take it. On seeing uh, Graz and Kitty take it, Crack will take it. And Nibashuza sort of turns to look at you, Neris, and there is a patch hovering in front of you. Yep, I'll reach out and grab it. There's a a, a very light smile comes across his face. Well, I'm happy to see you've all decided. Now, I would like to introduce you to our esteemed guest. He says, indica uh, indicating over to the woman on his right. This is one of our archons, Hatafeni. Uh, she spends most of her time studying the Force and traveling from virgins to virgins, much like Eos. She is the one who discovered Eos initially for our order. And she sort of nods her head, and she begins to speak. I make it a habit of only returning to the Aeon Cutter to congratulate those who have decided to make the choice of taking up the knighthood. However, I also have a bit of information that was relevant to your exarch and will be relevant to you as well. The galactic situation as it stands has become untenable. I suspect that very soon, all-out war will once again emerge. In times of war, our organization continues to serve as a third-party medical and emergency resistance service. But the Force also calls on us to act in ways that we deem fit. I would, help, I would hope that you would all be mindful of the Force in the coming days. It may give you signs, may speak to you. In times of great upheaval, it is active the most. Be mindful of that. And with 
and take that into account with whatever choices you make in the coming days. And she sort of nods and turns and walks out, indicating with a hand towards Saris and Zook, who follow her, leaving just the group of you and Nebushuza, who produces a hollow, who produces a small hollow transmitter and sets it on the ground. Clicking it on, it erupts into a star map, and you sort of see the galaxy at large. Now for your decision point. You will have as much time as you need to make the decision, but bear it in mind. He turns a hand and the galaxy sort of spins and then zooms in to a system where you're currently at. This is where we are currently based in the Aeon Cutter, though we will be moving from this location soon. Most of our Archons are currently running operations throughout the galaxy and can use reinforcements. What rein which area you would like to go to to operate in on your own is entirely up to you. What jobs you choose to do is entirely up to you. However, I will note that aiding our Archons will ultimately aid the Order as a whole and likely help you individually. He sort of spins the he sort of spins the thing once more and highlights as as it comes back out and highlights three sections: the core worlds, the outer rim, and the mid rim. Currently, we have three archons that could use further assistance that you may choose among who if you'd like to assist them or if you'd like to go your own way and find your own path. It zooms in towards the core worlds. Archon Lotver is currently operating off of Coruscant. He seems to have discovered some sinister doings on the core world, on the core world and the capital of the Galactic Republic. There will be tasks that he needs assistance doing if you care to go into the core worlds and deal with the Republic. It shifts further out towards the mid-rim. Archon Roland Pantier is dealing with a civil war that is currently brewing on Alderaan, if you would care to help out with them. The Alderanians have mostly remained neutral in the Galactic Civil War, though it seems that some issues may be occurring there to stray them in one way or the other. What exactly is going on, I'm not certain, but Pantir has requested reinforcements as well. And finally, it, it uh, spins out towards the Outer Rim. Zilda, one of our Archons operating the Outer Rim, has been dealing with the huts and killing slavers on the side. If any of you have a particular need to rampage amongst the most lawless sections of the galaxy, Zilda has also requested reinforcements. Take the rest of the day to yourselves. Do whatever you'd like. Was that was that last was that last request on Narshada? It's in the outer rim. Uh, which, in the outer rim in general. Yeah, in the outter rim in general, which is where Narshada and Narshada are. Right, so, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of things. Basically, I was say, to, 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 pretty much all hut space out there. <laughs> breaking out, breaking out of, breaking out of in-game dialogue. Basically, your options are: if you'd like to, uh, you can go to Coruscant and help out one. You can go to Alderaan and help out another, or you can go to Narshada and help out the third. Um, or you could do your own, or you could go out on your own and find things to f- find things wherever they might find you. All right, guys, I uh, I suggest. We split up six ways. <laughs> we only have one ship. <laughs> and all go our own thing, but still keep the game going and make John play six separate storylines at the same time. Because he left it open. Oh, look, you all died. Weird, that. <laughs> 
But take the I mean, yeah, we all died because we tried to go six different ways with one ship, and the ship just split. <laughs> it just cracked. <laughs> it just cracks so apart. There, there are seven of us. Yeah, well, the married couple no. obviously goes in one direction. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's well, an I would option. Think the I don't go with my twin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean. I, I I think it. I think since 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 Eliana's player suggested, I figured it was assumed that crack was shoved out in airlock. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, take the rest of the day to discuss amongst yourselves what you want to do. You are under no obligation to aid anyone in particular. You can find your own path if you so desire. But let me know once if you've made a decision. You're free to go now. Graz will nod and head out in the direction of, I assume there's some sort of like lounge area. Oh yeah, there, for, there it's a yeah. big enough ship. There are a couple of different lounges. <laughs> I suggest rest, decompression from being in a ship all together and then tomorrow is it it's er, is it early morning right now or or like late midday it's about midday right now okay tomorrow morning we discuss options and before that is certainly one way to do it alternatively i'm going to go get a drink and if anyone wants to come and talk while i do that hmm. that would probably be good But we will make no decisions until we've actually talked with everybody. I see yes. you're learning. <laughs> he can do that. Gross doesn't, Gross doesn't so much smile at Corserath as turn to face them and just let all the lips come back from all the teeth. Not smiling, bearing teeth. There's a difference. <laughs> <laughs> and then a wink. <laughs> I'll come with you. I need to make a drink. You do the you do the you do the the chewy, I'm going to rip your arms off smile. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How many of you are going to get a drink? Not me. Nerese doesn't drink. <laughs> Four of you. Unless I uh, missed Jeremy's uh, hand. Elian is a follower. <laughs> at this particular moment, at least. <laughs> Five of you go and get drinks. Crack desperately needs to go and jump Actually, in his. Kitty water. will. Kitty has no sense of social decorum. Will sort of whisper to Neri's. You know that you can come to socialize even if you don't want to drink anything. I'm going to be making things, not drinking things. I I am quite all right, thank you. Okay, bye. Crack goes and dumps. Crack goes and jumps in the pool. But we'll we'll come later. To, okay. Uh, to the the drinking hole, he just desperately needs to hydrate. Needs it. Needs a hydration session. All of you go to hydrate in various ways, except for Neris. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Neris is as hydrated as they get. Mm-hmm. As soon um, as they yeah. sat. As, <laughs> what? Uh, as soon as they sat down with a drink, Corsair just immediately opens up with the two of us. He says, indicating himself and Avazia will not fit in on Coruscant. None that of us, is true. Not a single one of us will fit in on Coruscant no the way Coruscant is Coruscant right now. Better than anybody. 
which uh, out of game which mission was that that was the inner courts by so uh yeah, lot that was exarch lot Ar- right? Ar- archon lot Archon. uh archon. who all of you can make me a lower roll difficulty one for hey difficulty sure. one I'll, yeah i'll try and break my end again success. hang on sorry i'm trying to stay out of roll 20 because it sucks down and like immediately right. starts to yeah, it's bad right now. Uh, but I'll try it. Yeah, roll twenty. It, roll twenty's band is having bandwidth issues because of the volume of people using it right now. Yep. But I will try and make that roll because I want to know if I know who that is. Is it one? Yeah, definitely one. Four. All the way. There it is. I got a success. Right, we got one success there. Failure for Avasia, Eliana, Kitty, Graz, and Corserath. Um, is Crack rolling or does Crack care? Crack's not there. This so... is this is just for general knowledge about who oh, okay. um Lotvera or who okay. uh, who that person is. Yeah, I mean. It's it relates to whether he knows something. Of course, correct. I is. mean, yeah, you don't have to, you don't have to be where they're talking to know this. this is okay, just knowing who this is. Okay, so Avasi's anyone who's a scientific genius slash sorcerer who hates this super powered team of four. That fool, Richard. <laughs> I saw it too, Jeremy. Doctor Doom is from Latveria. Latveria. Latver. Uh, okay. Archon Lotver. The only reason any of you know who this is is because Cassilian works on the Aeon Cutter. Uh, that is the Archon that Cassilian works directly for. Uh, for those who don't remember, Cassilian is one of the one of the Crusaders that works on the Aeon Cutter. He teaches Sheen. He's a lightsaber. Mm-hmm. He is also a former member of uh, Corellian Intelligence. And Corsac. Yeah, he's he's a former member of Corsac Intelligence, uh, and he works directly under Lot Ver as an intelligence analyst for the for the Twilight Order. Lot Ver is a Claudite that is gathering information in the underworld of Coruscant. So if you were to if you were to work with Lot Ver, you wouldn't be on the surface where all the nice people are. Nice people air quotes. You'd be in the slums. <laughs> for what that's worth. Um, I feel like even in the slums, still light on Sith pure bloods though. Say, I say, death of Marian, two Sith pure bloods and two Wookies. The can, Wookies less so, but still. You can also roll. I mean, me, the Wookies would be rare, even if they're not as unwelcome. You can also yeah. roll me a core world. Anyone who wants to can roll me a core worlds uh, difficulty two for roll in Pantir, and a lore difficulty one for Zilda. I'll make both of those. Why not? Anyone who wants to. There's the lore for Forward, Core World difficulty two. Hey, I am the master. Liliana I I'm the goddamn <laughs> master of 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 roles without results. Results. Jeez. I have I have advantages. There are some no successes success. and advantages on both of those. I have advantages with no successes on the lore, but I do have success and advantage on the core worlds. I got three success, one advantage on both. 
All right. So Graz is just going to rely on everybody else. So the successes of the lore uh, for Zilda. Uh, Zilda is a um, fuck. What are they called? Names. Bone face mask. Grievous was one. Kalish. Kalish. Uh, Zilda is a Kalish. Uh, is a Kalish that. Uh, some of you may have met Zilda at one point in time. He 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 is a little bit more nomadic than the rest of the Archons are. Uh, he's a very angry man. He is a very angry man that likes to kill Sith Empire people whenever he gets a chance. Um, because they like because they enslaved him. They, they enslaved him on Korriban. Uh, he was a, he was a slave on Korriban, where when he broke free, killing his master and then escaping, and that's how he ended up joining the Twilight Order, and that's why he spends most of his time hunting slavers and Sith Empire people uh, in the Outer Rim. He's trying to figure out. He's been to Korriban. He knows how to get there. He's trying to he's trying to uh, locate the coordinates of Droman Kass uh, at the moment. Um, and those of you that succeeded on your Core Worlds check, uh, the Pantir family. Uh, was the ruling family of Alderaan. Alderaan, uh, societally, Alderaan is a uh, monarchy. Uh, or, yeah, uh, is a, well, it's a kingdom. They have a king who rules over all of these noble families. Uh, and the Pantir family was the ruling family at the time, uh, uh, had been for a very long time, until very recently when the Pantir family was uh, overthrown in a rebellion from a, one of the other families that it was rumored rebelled in uh, uh, due to, uh, due to um, interference from the Sith Empire. Uh, they... That that's never been confirmed, but now the Olgos are in char are the high family. But this has caused a literal civil war on Alderaan, where half the planet is fighting the other half of the planet because of the Olgos' rebellion against the Pantir family. Uh, so Roland Pantir presumably is from the Pantir family. Uh, that's what you know about that archon. So that's what people know about those two, uh, those three areas now. Between between the other two options that I feel somewhat more comfortable about, the Pantiers will likely be a lot of political intrigue and potentially some guerrilla work, but I feel like Narshada is the best source of just in general getting paid because it's hot space and money moves hands very quickly out there. Mm -hmm. My way of thinking... Alderaan will either be the least or by far the most complicated situation out of these three. There is something to be said for our first official assignment being something that will potentially be a bit less nuanced. Generally, when huts and slavers are involved, there isn't exactly various values in terms of sides for picking. Mm -hmm. So, well, less of us are unwelcome there. Still a little dicey. On the rim. My ability to do anything useful relies on having money and not a small amount of it either. I the things that I use to weave the force aren't seen as 
expensive necessarily, but I need a constant supply of them to do much of anything. Arshadar definitely seems like the place where it's easiest to find credits. Yeah, Narshadar or Coruscant, probably. Because both are extremely wealthy city planets. Well, planet. Narshadar's a moon, but you know. Yeah. Sorry, just to clarify, because I did have to jump into the more stuff. Has it been narrowed down to Narshadar out of character at this point, or are we just assuming still? We're, we're just tossing ideas back and forth oh you mean as far as whether or not yes. that one is yeah Coruscant seems to be coming in third right now that's uh, oh no, no. Oh, oh uh the outer rim areas uh the outer in, rim area or are we just calling it calling the entire Nar outer rim narshada uh the outer rim area that he is operating in is in the vicinity of narshada but it is not strictly speaking okay that, you that has been clarified yeah. i just wanted to make sure Yes. Mm -hmm. Before I said before I said something in but character when, that was when, wrong. When you when you're dealing with Hudson slavers, Narshada is almost almost certainly involved. Well, I think my vote would go actually outer rim, mid rim, core worlds in roughly that order, precisely that order. Not I think roughly. I stand in I think I stand in agreement with you on that. I agree as well. I need to figure out how it feels, how we can feels first. That would be that would be wise. I go where Roz goes. Yes, sister, but your opinion is still valuable. Hmm? My opinion is your opinion. Is that how that right. works? Mm -hmm. We'll have to poll um, Neri's and um, Crack later. Well, that depends. Are we doing this in a each person get a vote and most votes one? Because we already have the most votes. I mean, well, I, well, to, to be clear, you guys have the most votes. I still haven't voted yet. But well, true. It's still important to get everyone's opinions. Asking. Even people you might not expect could bring up new things that change votes. Yes, I would very much like to hear Nariz's and Crack's arguments for whatever their votes turn out to be before making the official count, as it were. Hmm? I'm also curious how you think it feels. Me too. <laughs> Is there a role Graz can make for that? <laughs> or what? How it feels? How it feels? Well, I imagine. Like, I mean, I imagine I'm waiting to get to that eventually once we get out of the meeting unless sure. that's something i can do on a whim which uh, i don't didn't I, think it was. i assume what you're asking what you what you mean by get there's a going to be is, like meditation meditating the force where the force is directing blah blah yeah yeah blah. yeah no that's something that you'd be doing elsewhere uh, right exactly yeah yeah for, mm -hmm. for graz you could make a make a cool check difficulty two okay see what you see what graz thinks it feels like Right, which is Graz doesn't have any force sense powers. <laughs> One success, three threat. I mean, you like the idea of going to a place where you can, at you know, at liberty, 
cut things down with your lightsaber without having to worry too much mm -hmm. about the League yep. of ramifications yep. of it. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, speaking of crack and Neri's, Neri's, where'd you go? Uh, I went to, um, uh... steal a shuttle and get away from these crazy people. <laughs> no, uh, no, I'm not going to do something stupid. Um, <laughs> Okay, I... stupid. That's the smartest decision you'd have made so far. <laughs> Eat shit, nerds. Steal the shield. <laughs> <laughs> I go and find Nibishuza, probably. Okay. Nibishuza is easy enough to find, as he always is. Yep. Yep. Yes, Nerys. I. The intrusive visions have continued i was afraid they would any updates i talked to my former self who looks at you and how did that go it is a lot of complicated feelings but I am here, and I took the. I indicate the 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 patch thing. Yep. He smiles. So you made your decision. Yes, I. They, I I am not sure if this is a. What this is, but I. They indicated that the game of hide-and-seek is still continuing. Your younger so, self? What was that? You, no, he, was asking, he was asking for clarification of your younger self? Y yes. Trust in the Force. You were hiding me from detection. I would like to learn to do that myself. I have been practicing with those powers, but I do not know exactly how you did it. He sort of breathes in through his nose and out through his mouth. The, the red eyes of the chest sort of looking you over. Hard to tell exactly where he's looking because they don't, most chests don't really have pupils. It's just solid mm -hmm. red. Yep. It's hard to say. The Force works through individuals in unique ways. Everyone interacts with it uniquely. No two are alike. My power is not something you can harness, though there are ways to emulate it. I can teach you the basics, but it'll require practice on your own to master it. Yes. Uh, Kitty used, attempted to wanting, and we found some what were they called again those bug Ysalamir. things Ysalamir? Ysalamir. 
Esalamir, it shut down my arm. Would this also impair my ability to function? No, not and not to that degree. The um, the power I'm thinking of is most often used to interrupt others from utilizing the force to the full degree that they can. Turned inward, it could shield your own usage from other senses, but it would not prevent you from moving. That is an innate, that is a power of how you access the force. Different entirely to what I do. All right. Thank you. I would appreciate it. Um, also, I noted you are still tired. There's a lot of work that goes into being the Twilight Exarch. I will try and make sure we choose a path that will take some of that. I appreciate it. Oh, go spend time with your friends. You don't need to spend your days around a doddering old man. No. But... I wouldn't be here without you. He reaches out, and a, a very affectionate sort of hand. It'd be like, if you had a cheek, it would be a hand on the cheek, sort of. Mm-hmm. You are strong in your own right. I merely offered help. Everything you've done has been on your own. Thank you. And I will leave. Sometime between then and later, Crack finds Neres. Ah, Neres. Yes. Hello, Crack. How are you? I am well. Ah, uh, good. I'd like to see your lightsaber. <laughs> All right. It is here. I will <laughs> flick it out. It's like attached to, to my arm. Ah, uh, crack. We'll, we'll examine it in as much detail as you will allow. Uh, yeah. Weird. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> Why are you staring at my wrist for so long? <laughs> Crack, you are still thinking about trying to look at my bones, correct? You told me I could not. Would you like, have you changed your mind? Crack asks hopefully. I've been considering the fact that you continually ask about this and do not give up. That is correct. At the moment, we are on a ship with considerably more medical facilities than our ship currently has. And 
it is possible that this will be easier and less awkward if we do it now rather than you continually asking and if i get injured you taking that opportunity wherever we are whatever strange planet in the middle of a sandstorm opportunity you get following you so far yes no disagreements all right do you have a shop or someplace you work on your machines? Uh, yes, the majority of it is underwater, but I do have a non-submerged portion for exactly this sort of circumstance. That's right. not true, but similar circumstances that required non-submerged inspection. I see. Do I have any idea what, what this will entail for me as far as like preparations I might want to make, Jack or John? You have never had anybody look Not at your bones my before. Not game this so. time. I know. You, you've never had anybody look at... similar. As far as you've been conscious, you've never had yep. anybody look at your bones. So you don't know. Right. <laughs> Might want to ask the person who can weave the force into living things and objects. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yes, bring more people into this. That I will make know. it far less awkward. <laughs> oh, nice. Everybody should be there. Just cram no. as many people into the room I... as you can to look at Neri's bones. Oh, those old style. <laughs> like, like, a, like a Renaissance style yeah, operating. Yeah, theater. yeah, like a. a yes, operating. called Panopticon? No, that's not it. But yeah. I thought they were just called theaters. Uh, yeah, operating theater. But there's like a also a specialized term for. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we should also ask uh, Kitty. It's an archaeologist thing. Hey, guys, you want to get together on Saturday, get drunk and unwrap mummies? Uh, no, Penop Penop Penopticon is the it's the prison where there's a tower in the middle and all the cells uh, are yes, on the walls. Yeah. Mm -hmm. As there's if you even have to ask. <laughs> right? <laughs> we'll grind up the finger bones and snort them like cocaine. Sweet! All right. So. Best party ever. You. Britain had some wild periods of history. Let me tell so you. that I'm clear on what's going on. <laughs> yeah, you're getting crack and Kitty. Yes, and I'm I'm not asking Kitty in front of everyone else. So yeah. easily done. I mean, yeah, heard that off. Yeah. Uh -huh. Um, and you are doing this in a workshop or in a medical bay? I think can can your can you bring your tools with you? I would be more comfortable in a medical bay yes. in case anything goes wrong. Absolutely. Right. Is okay. there like one we can be sort of private? Yes, there is indeed a medical bay okay. you can get into with just the three of you. Okay, this is so awkward. <laughs> I'm going to do it. The medical bay. <laughs> Uh, very quickly, John, during this entire conversation, Kitty, instead of drinking, has been brewing a healing potion just at the table. Sure, go ahead and give me a roll. Cool. Um, it is... What is the roll on that potion? It's 82, and the healing potion is average difficulty 
Um, and we cleared up some confusion I had about the very similar abilities I get from this. Yes, so you make the you make the uh, lore or discipline check difficulty two with your force die added in, and yeah. if you want afterwards, you can choose to take strain to add either light or dark to the roll, as mm-hmm. just as or as as generated dots rather than rolling. Yeah, and um, because of the other thing I have, I can convert light side into successes, not just into advantages. Correct. That's a dark side, but a success and a triumph. Would you like to That's take strain good. to add light side to it? Um, I think two advantages and a triumph is going to give me everything I want out of a single healing potion. Okay. Um, hopefully, yeah. So that's um. Um, I'm going to use the two advantages on careful measuring to reduce my cost by a 50%. I'm going to use my triumph on recipe to decrease the future difficulty of healing potions. Okay. And I will spend that dark side on foul taste. Doesn't taste good. If the potion is beneficial, the user suffers two strain after consuming it and benefiting from its effects. Because it Great. tastes like crap. Um, well, at least it's not vile smell, which would be obvious from the offset. So before heading off and presumably meeting either Crack or Nereus, um, Kitty will finish this bubbling cauldron at the table, pop the cork in a bottle, and hand it to Avazia. Um, I'm sorry about yesterday. This is for if you get injured. It's what Neri says, but magic. Do you always try to buy people off that you've angered? <laughs> I try and help people I've hurt. So yes. You haven't hurt me. And it doesn't seem healthy to feel guilty enough to have to give people gifts every time you have angered them or you think you have angered them. Of course, Roth leans over. You can't tell she's in a better mood. (laughs) (laughs) Nods. Uh, Yeah, but it's the... The thing I do, I do it anyways. <laughs> Mechanically, uh, healing potion, once you consume the potion, you immediately heal one critical injury with a severity of hard or less. So any critical injury that is three difficulty or less to heal automatically heals upon drinking the potion. Uh, it can heal the maimed critical injury, but it cannot regrow a lost limb. Uh, and in addition, it tastes bad, so you get take two strain after drinking it as well. Look, I don't want you to die, so if you get hit really hard, this'll just help. It always works. And Avazia will take it. Yeah. And the ne- Thank you. And mm-hmm. the next time Aaron makes it, it's only difficulty one to make that. Yep. And I spent less money on it, which doesn't matter to Avasia, but I did. <laughs> All right, so... 
I mean, I'm just going to say it. If you take uh, if you take just about every sentence in context or out of context that has been said in this whole strain of the last part of this episode, assuming that it's eventually leading towards some kind of an orgy, it's ten times funnier. <laughs> every single sentence. Crack and Kitty and Neary's are in the medical bay. Yeah. All Mystery right. continues. Crack. <laughs> so, and there's not going to be a roll required because it's fairly easy to do. Yeah. Neary's isn't resisting, so you can do it. Yep. Um, the only thing Kitty will... You're welcome, Hall. Kitty will mention, I'm just here because I can fix it if something goes wrong. <laughs> All right. Also, you wanted to see the runes. Please, you have a sketchbook use yeah yeah i can write down what you see so that they can translate i'll take yes, pictures absolutely. that's a really good idea thank you um, you are welcome just in case your bones have temperature issues crack could you loan nearies your amulet oh yes absolutely uh crack will take off the amulet and uh, hold That's it out just in to case Neary. the climate is inherently incompatible with your internal structure. Thank It'll you. All right. Leg, I think, is probably the easiest place to start. Okay. So after a uh, after an amount of tinkering with Neary's leg, uh, you manage to get one of the panels open, uh, and sort of uh, uh, crawl in through the wires with your with your uh, uh, diagnostic tools. Um, and you find that inside one of the actuators of one of Neri's legs actually melded with the mechanics so it functions as like sort of a strut or a structuring, uh, like, like a, a bit of the structure that's holding it all together, is what looks to be a bone, a fairly long bone probably coming out of a leg of a humanoid individual that has sort of been carved away and carved to fit in here as a piece. If you were building a droid, this is where this is where one of the one of the reinforcing struts would be in a normal droid. It's just been replaced by bone. And that bone has had several uh, uh, several red signs, symbols, Sith markings carved into it from one end to the other and gives you a distinct feeling of wrong. Like just being in the presence of it, it feels wrong. Is it possible? Okay, two questions. Is it possible to analyze it to determine uh, what species it's from? And... It's been too. It's been too modified for any visual indicator. You'd have to take a. You'd have to take a shaving of it to get any of that, and you're not certain if you'd be able to. Just because it's uh, it's in it's too far nestled in. Any tool that you would need to shave it is not. So agile enough to as accurately there. as possible draw all of the runes and their placement um yeah and we'll scan it as much as we can um uh, the second part of the question is does that mean that Neres is less sturdy than an uh an actual droid you wouldn't because instead of it 
You wouldn't think so. Uh, the like this isn't like. While this is a structural piece that would be metal on a normal droid, um, it's not the only one, and it's not like the, there are other bits of metal. There are other bits of reinforcing in here. It definitely. It definitely explains why Neri's looks kind of like a junk pile droid, like something that's been thrown together, not from a template, because there's definitely excess reinforcing in certain places to accommodate for that for that uh, difference in material. But it's not like okay. it's not like that being there means Neri's is less stable or less sturdy. Okay. Um, at, Crack is just commenting on all of this, passing it along to both. Um, uh, you ask to, about to both, species? Both Kitty and Narice. Uh, yeah. I was human. I have seen my face. What did your face look like? Young. Do the bones look consistent with a young human? Again, it's hard. It's it's almost impossible to tell. A, well, how long are they? They. I mean, I mean they're. F- fairly long but again it's impossible to tell humans so in the galaxy humans the human as a genotype has varied so drastically that the same age human could be anywhere from double the size of a of an other human at that same age um based on what planet they come from like different planetary different planetary subtypes of human have evolved differently so far so that some even get called things other than human like Echani are physiologically almost identical to normal humans yep. it's just that they have different color hair and different color eyes and different musculature but otherwise like looking at their bones you wouldn't be able to tell the difference between an Echani bone an Echani leg bone and a, and a Corellian leg bone yeah um so it's Dathomirian it, females are are particularly yeah Dathomirian females whereas the males are more Zabrak, which is interesting yeah um without a background in like z like like this would be a difficulty five xenology role to try to analyze this without that level of background um. Now, the good news is, if you wanted to get that analysis, there's probably someone on the ship that could do it, because the cover of the cover of the Twilight Order is that they are a uh, a a uh, emergency services organization and thus have a large medical wing. So there's probably somebody with that background on the ship. It just wouldn't be either of you two. Yeah. Um, so, John, I have two questions, which mm-hmm. Kitty is not vocalizing aloud and sharing the results with the class. Uh, first question is to what extent is the aspect of Nereus's outer coating being mechanical a necessary seem to be a necessary component of whatever this is could this happen just as much with something that was like wooden given the proper joints or looking at just and analyzing and the way you know near the sort of the way you're sort of an inkling of the way Neri's works, um, it seems like Neri's exterior being a droid makes the control scheme easier. Right. But it's entirely possible to replicate theoretically. It's theoretically entirely possible to replicate this if you knew the if you knew the initial uh, the the initial process or ritual with other materials like you could theoretically build a Neri's but out of wood or out of stone or out of something that like was going to be the second part of my question 
to what extent could I replicate this or parts of this? Not or- at all at the moment. Okay. You have no idea how the ritual worked. You're just seeing a small fraction of the aftermath. Right. Okay. Uh, it'd be it'd be it'd be like it'd be like trying to recreate a nuclear bomb by seeing the explosion it left behind. There is certainly Fair. some theory you could do, but the actual math, you've no idea. Yeah, yeah I would need no we need to know how to split certain Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So that is the that is the one bone Eight that you have looked at room. right now. Okay. Um, any indication of how it's connected other than the runes? It's it's like is it it's like bolted in. Like it's yeah, it's like there's a it's bolted into two other parts of the machine. Like it, it is functioning as a reinforcing strut. Okay. But not there. There's no circuitry. There's nothing. Yeah, no. There's it there's it's bolted in. There's some circuitry going through it. Like it's, it is it is functioning the same as the metal versions. It's just that there's more of them to compensate for the durability loss. I mean, does it look like there's any kind of uh, cybernetic connection? No, no. Like you it's, would see in a prosthesis. No, no. It's it's more functioning as the. This is not a this is not a bone that is in like a, a connecting part. This is like a covering and reinforcing strut. Like one of those like okay. if you're looking at um predominantly structural is what yeah, you're saying. Predominantly structural so this this particular one is. Yeah. Okay. Um I guess if it seems like we've gotten everything we can from that. Um All right, Norris. Um moving on. And we'll move to Whatever Nariz will let us take a look at next. Have you not? Does that not give you an understanding of what you were looking for? It gives me information, but not understanding. Um, in fact, I'm at something of a wall with regard to understanding. It appears that though it's been built in just like the other building materials that make up your form, but combined with what we found out when we downloaded your uh, uh, your data core, it doesn't seem like it has any particular interface other than the runes, and he'll turn and look at Kitty. Yeah, it's... You're a droid because droids have to move. You could also be, like, seaweed. Oh. Would and you like to be seaweed? At that question. <laughs> that would be hard. No, very that. soft. At that question, uh, a light sort of goes on over the door, mm-hmm. uh, which indicates a, like, sort of a check in, basically, like the medical staff of the bay are checking in to see if any assistance is required. Uh, mm-hmm. And. As as that light goes on, the very soft voice that a couple of actually all three of you would recognize because he's the only Archon that is here consistently calls through the door. Do you need any assistance in there? As Archon Apit, the uh, the uh, the person who is basically in charge of the medical division of the Horizon Relief Organization, uh, checks in to see if you need any assistance. At that point is where we'll be ending for this week. Take a bye, everybody. 
Bye. 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 Goodbye. <laughs>